Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Stream Pizza Palooza. I can't believe I got all those words out. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, wait, I'm Maud Garrett. I'm Alex Albrecht. I'm Tom Krajewski. Yay! Yay! We're all here. For the next three ish hours, we're going to uh, drink some booze, mm. eat some pizza, mm. and raise a bunch of money for charity. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Yeah. back. Uh, we thought that, you know, December holiday season is, you know, you, the, the gift of giving is something that we do a lot of. But we thought in this particular instance that by teaming up with Pizza Hut, not only could we get fed like kings and queens during yeah. this stream, especially it's since intense. we will be drinking this entire time for three hours. Um, not only that, uh, Pizza Hut says that they're going to match donations for not one but two charities. So if you look in the chat, uh, we're going to be posting the link to not only Extra Life, but or like which is for the um, Los Angeles Hospital for Children, but also Black Girls Code. So there's two separate charity pages there. The goal is to hit $1,000 for both and then Pizza Hut will match that $1,000. So by everyone giving two grand, we're going to be raising four. But it's not without getting something back because it's the gift that keeps giving. Should your donation be $20 or more, we will be giving you a Pizza Hut gift code valued at $20 that you can put towards your next order as well. So give 20, get 20 is how we're going to do things. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great, crazy next three hours, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, very excited. For those who don't know, who have never heard of Black Girls Code, it's a great organization that really encourages um, Black girls and, and women to get into STEM programs. And if you know anything about the Half Hour Happy Hour, we love encouraging people to get into STEM programs. So yeah, baby. donate to either that speaks to you or both if you can. Also, we got to do a big shout out to Pizza Hut, not only for donating, but for sending us all a triple treat box. So many, so much stuff. Honestly, I'm going to open mine. I'm the only one who hasn't opened mine yet. It says sealed by the hut, opened by you. (laughs) Thank you, Pizza Hut. All right, what, how does this, oh my God. Yeah. It's all the pizza in the world. It's a picture of a party and we individually, we would probably get the same amount of pizza if we were in the same <laughs> studio. Pepperoni pizza, number got, one. Got one of those. But... Yeah, yeah. Cheese pizza, number yeah. two. That's what I did. Kevin McAllister would approve. And and the triple threat 
oh my god it's breadsticks know, and cinnabons mm-hmm. by the way when was the last time you actually had pizza hut <laughs> breadsticks like i eat I pizza know. a lot it's like my go-to but like yeah. the breadsticks Do i have one immediately oh. right now yes yeah. Yeah. all right also oh, i have an order of business to get your pizza hut code which is very important Ooh. so once you make a donation to either of these charities forward your donation confirmation email to the half hour happy hour fans at gmail.com email account it still lives y'all um yeah. and i will i'm running that tonight and i will email you back at whatever email address you have emailed me from your code for your 20 dollars off oh this my god this is heaven this is super oh. important i have a cinnabon like a cinnabon song that I made Ooh. up when I when a friend of mine made Cinnabons and dropped them over to me, and it's really easy. It'll get in your head, and it's so apt and important to learn. It mm. is Cinnabon bun, Cinnabon bun, Cinnabon, Cinnabon. You're very welcome. Yeah, well, so you have to sing that while you're eating them. I don't make well. the rules, but that's <laughs> how I really enforce the rules. So yeah. we'll have we'll have the charities up uh, so that we can all kind of check in intermittently to see you the guys wait real quick. We already got our first donation. It's already been forwarded to the email. Oh, wow. It's a, thank you. Uh, good old Dougie. Dougie donated to extra life and he, he donated enough to get the um, code. So I will be sending that to you yes. shortly. Dougie. You rock. Thanks, Thanks for taking us off. That is amazing. I remember doing, we used to back in the totally rad show days, we used to do the 24 hour. I think it was extra life that did the 24 hour charity stream mm. where you play games for 24 hours. Yes. The first time we did it, I, my wife's friend Sue was in town like the night before and she was like, let's go out and have dinner. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, I should probably just chill because like tomorrow morning, you know, we're starting at like eight, you know what I mean? Like at the stream and all this stuff. And she was like, okay, that's cool. And I was just like, well, I mean, yeah, you know what? I will go to dinner. Oh my God. I drank all the Jack Daniels. I went to bed at like two o'clock in the morning and I woke, I woke up to do the extra life 24 hour gaming for charity and was so hammered that the first like four hours is just me sitting like this <laughs> and everybody else playing games and like periodically saying something. And then I'd be like, excuse me, I'll be right back. And I would go throw up and then come back and be like, how are we doing guys? <laughs> but it was actually very good because I was basically hibernating for the yeah. first like four or five hours. So by the end, everybody else was asleep. And I was like doing like dance, dance revolution and guitar hero playing drums. I was like, this is great. So had I not done that, I don't know if we would have made the push as it were. My favorite is I had uh, my buddy Mike Rizzo sat in uh, for, I think we were playing like that Marvel top down uh, uh, sort of like asymmetric shooter thing. <clears throat> not asymmetric, but uh, I literally was, we were playing and we couldn't, move the team couldn't move this way because one of our guys was in the corner and he was just running like this against a wall and i looked over and my friend was fully asleep with his hands just going like this <laughs> like, he, like he was still moving but he was fully asleep uh-huh. like this and so we kept having to go what? cyclops cyclops and he would wake up and go oh yeah yep 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 here we go here we go oh my god so much fun oh so god. much fun hey um Today is going to be, well, this evening for three hours, going to be full of amazing guests. We've actually got our first guest here. We have 10 minutes to kind of tell you about the charities. We're going to keep putting those donation links up there. I've even got a way to show where we're up to. Um, Already, Black Girls Code is at 235. 
Holy crap. Well, I'll try and figure out how I can show you the other one, but having two tabs when I can only share one at a time, I'm getting there. But in saying that, um, without further ado, we should get our first guest for the evening. In the chat. I'm not sure if this person's done a drunksmas before or if this mm -hmm. is the very first time, which is so exciting. Mm. Um, wearing a very low V, Nick. Thank you so much for doing that one. Yeah, um, he's that. been working a lot. He's got movies coming out. He's been very, very busy. Friend of the show, Zach Levi. A big What's welcome. Hey. Oh, I, feel like an old, I feel like an old lady clutching my pearls and covering my. <laughs> Hello, Zach. Oh welcome Hi, to the show. My first Zach. official drunk smith, guys. I know, Zachy, you're finally here. Finally fucking made it. Hold on. Yeah, that, that first drunk smith, and that's a water bottle? Well, you don't know that that's water in there. <laughs> Touche. But it is water. It is. I was going to say, that's a lot of vodka, Zach. Okay, let's hey, Zach's, hey, Zach's a superhero hey, now. Let's a giant Long Island iced tea, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Come on. Um, Zach, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you know what you're in for for the next 20 minutes because it's, nope. you know, just pure shenanigans. Yeah, shenan um, all the shenanigans. Yeah, can we ask where in the world you are? Because you travel more than any other person I know. <laughs> well, I, I do travel a lot. It's true. Well, yeah. I mean, there's seasons when I travel, and then there's yes. other times when I'm planted for a while. But currently, I'm in Phoenix. Ooh. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, just happened to be in Phoenix. I'm, I'm doing press for American Underdog, which is the football movie that I did. That oh, yeah. Yeah. And I hope everybody yeah. goes and sees. But anyway, what, we. Yeah. What's the number one question you've been asked on the junket? <laughs> uh what has been the most redundant question um um uh, i don't know like you know what was it like uh trying to get into the you know step into the shoes of kurt warner like what kind of, what kind of training did you do and was it was it a lot of um was there a lot of pressure you know having him there and being on set and stuff like that got it oh. do you have to gain weight for that role like how much did you gain because you look pretty big and buff in the trailer Right. Yeah, it's good. I'm I, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I think I, I ended up putting about 15 pounds on 15, or something wow, like that. Geez. About mm -hmm. 15. I'm That's trying awesome. to hold that. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like every time I've done that now, I did it for Shazam a couple of times and yeah. I did it with um, American underdog and it's not fun, man. I mean, you gotta eat so <laughs> much. You gotta eat so much. And it's not, you know, you tell people you gotta eat like 4,000 calories. People you get like, to eat grumpy. pizza. Yeah, well, yeah, where's my pizza, by the way? You promised I have me a pizza in the background, as well as next to me. Jack, you will be getting a pizza code. Don't worry. All our guests yeah, are well, we'll pizza. see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah you know, because you got to eat so many calories, and people think, oh, they're, they're people at first are like, I'm jealous. You get to eat so many calories. It's like, no, no, hang on a second. This isn't the fun calories. This isn't yeah, Ben and Jerry's and, and pizza <laughs> yeah. and whatever. This is like lots of just like clean protein and vegetables yeah. and things that eventually you're like, Oh man, I, I, uh, my kingdom for a slice of pepperoni. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, speaking but of cool. naughty calories, we have a little thing at Drunksmiths, which has been going on for a couple of years. We have a code word. And if someone donates and says that particular word, we's got to drink. So Dougie Sharp coming Dougie. in, can't resist hitting Shazam with a fortify. So if you hear fortify, thank you, Dougie. Thank you, Dougie. Oh wow! All right, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I got to hydrate. Well, slow down, Zach. Slow down. That was take. I'm gonna slow down. Don't you tell me how to live my life. <laughs> so, oh. I just want to do a little update. It took me this entire time to email Dougie 
his pizza code. And when I clicked back over into the inbox after hitting send, we had like 20 new emails. Donating, this is great. Please give me time to actually send you all your codes. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be like everybody put the money in. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Zach, give us a show over. I do declare. (laughs) So, Zach, I think I told you this the other night when I saw you, but I was very excited. I think it was last Thursday night football. I went to turn on the game and I literally turned my TV on and it is you as Kurt Warner. And I was like, that's all I can hope for is that people are so annoyed with the amount of (laughs) advertising they're being handed that they go fine, fine. I'll go see it already. Um, I appreciate it because it it actually is a really good little movie. Yeah. So, so knowing our audience, I'm going to guess people also want to hear if we have any like Shazam two info. Did you finish filming that? Are you suggesting that your audience has anything to do with the nerd culture of sci-fi and genre <laughs> of fantasy? Stop it. You? Mom? I mean, maybe. Alex? Um? Are you affiliated with such things? Uh, yeah, Shazam, um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I really was, oh, man, I mean, like, so badly. Because I, I feel like Shazam, we have this incredible, like, opportunity to really be the... Deadpool of DC like we already kind of are a little bit because we get to be in the world but looking at it and commenting on it in ways that other other franchises just don't or can't or whatever but I really wanted to lean even more into like how ridiculous and meta you know Deadpool can get and I thought Shazam 2 should be Shazam 2 electric boogaloo (laughs) we should have run with it I mean I literally shoot lightning from my hands electric boogaloo guys come on We could have had like a whole like dance sequence and stuff. Like could have gotten some just like stunt breakers in in our suits and like doing all kinds of stuff for the ads for the promos. And I've been the guy that's been genius. Mm. Anyway, just shot down the best idea ever. Right? I mean, it would have been so good. even for just like a fake campaign. Maybe we can do it yeah. later. Um, but so Shazam: Fury of the Gods uh, was so dope to make. I mean. You know, obviously I'm biased, but Allison, you know me. I mean, I I, I don't uh, I don't mince words. I don't I don't beat around bushes. I try to be honest. Yeah, because no, I, huh? <laughs> uh, because I do think that you know, at the end of the day, almost you know, you know, one of the only things we can hold on to is our integrity and our word. And like, do, can people trust us or not? And um, I really and I I use no hyperbole when I say I genuinely think we made an even better. Uh, version of Shazam than even the first one. And I'm really proud of what we did with the first one. I think the first one was not a perfect movie, but it was, it, you know, well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it was 90% a, a perfect movie. So well, I'll take, I'll take that. And we, and, uh, and, and we really did hit the right tone. We, the right balance, the right, the heart and the humor and all of the things that kind of coalesced to make it, I think, special and different. And unlike a lot of sequels, be they film or television or video games where, this really unfortunate thing happens when making a sophomore effort, like the studio, if they've really succeeded in the first one, they're like, okay, this one's got to be bigger. And it's like Trump talk. It's like, it's going to be, it's huge. It's the biggest, it's the best. It's, we're going to make it bigger and better. That's what we're going to do. So that, that's what we're doing all the time. And I feel like, not that you shouldn't obviously, you know, uh, attempt to plus like, you know, make things better where, where there might've been something lacking or, um, I don't know. P- people get lost in that. And I think that we really did it. I think that uh, Henry Gaden, who wrote the script for the first one, wrote the script for the second one. And that guy, like, I, j- I just love him so much. He, he 
uh, I, I've been given uh, David Sandberg, our director, he uh, and my, you know, our producers and everybody, they give me a, they give me a long leash and I get to improv a lot. And I'm really grateful that I get to do that stuff because a lot of the things that I just come up with in the moment end up making them in the movie. And I'm like, okay, that's really fun. You know, and it, it's fun that it works enough that it's able to be usable because a lot of stuff that you might improv on is just kind of like ridiculous and there's no way it's going to make the final cut. But I'm only able to do the riffing that I do, I think, as well as I do in this franchise, because Henry already starts us with this incredible template of a story. And he really understands the characters and he really understands the heart and the humor. And again, striking that tone with while still keeping it, you know, sinister enough where there's some stakes and you're like, oh, my God, you know, will they beat the bad guy? I mean, obviously, we always know that the good guys win. I mean, that's pretty much how these things work. But but you still got to be like, you know, gripped in it. And like, there's got to be the danger and all those things. And yeah, and I think Henry, you know, we're basically like the same age and grew up on the same movies, like, by the way, we all grew up on. So there's a lot of stuff throughout um, both scripts, the first and second movie, and even a lot of the riffing I'll do in those that harken back to, I don't know, random subconscious moments that I've, that have manifested based on my viewing of Indiana Jones and Star Wars and Goonies and, you know, pick, pick the kind of, Amblin-y, Lucas-y yeah. world and mashup, mashup, and and Henry and I's brains both are they we very much operate in those worlds. So I think he really, you know, and this movie really is. I mean, it's 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 a throwback to those to those feels. I don't like even Marvel movies. Marvel movies have you know obviously they struck gold in the way that, that well, I, I would say John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. struck gold, and then Kevin Feige was smart enough to go, oh, that's the gold we need to keep reproducing over and over. Yeah. And over. Look how this build our universe and it'll all connect. And yes, granted, we're going to lose some auteurs along the way because we're not going to let them make the movie they want to make. Like, yeah. you know, Edgar Wright's oh, Adam, and I think so cool. Mm. What did I get? Huh? No, no, no. I was agreeing with you. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that girl. Allison no. hates Edgar Wright. I, you know, I remember when. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes his third acts do kind of go uh, really? a little wily, but regardless. Edgar Wright is so talented. He's so funny. So he's got such a unique voice and, and mind. And I would love to see more. I think Marvel's now going to start spinning it out because now we've got the multiverse. We've got the multiverse everywhere. And that essentially allows everybody to just kind of make whatever movie they want to make. And that doesn't have to tie to everything. Mm. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I just think uh, Henry has helped to create, you know, tonally is it, you know, all of that stuff sits in a, in a much more amblin way. And if you remember, like, you know, now, like Marvel, Marvel, again, really entertaining movies. There's not a lot of darkness in them. Mm -hmm. And one might argue that there's a lot of the Snyderverse that might have been a little too dark in some ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And so where's the balance where we had as kids where you were watching a movie and it was lighthearted and everything. And then it was like, oh, damn, they just smoked that fool. Like they, <laughs> that person just died horribly right in front of our eyes, you know? Um, <laughs> Like well, that kind of stuff that, and again, it was always done. I mean, Disney did it still. Well, they still kind of do it, but I mean like classic Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were fooling around. It's like, here's Bambi and their mom, how cute. And then bam. And now you're an orphan. Oh my God. You know, it, it was, it was not, it taught us all lessons as kids. Like, yeah. oh, life actually is a little hard, isn't it? Yeah. Like, don't go to the circus. Just, they're going to steal you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dad died, we've got yeah. an evil stepmother and stepsisters. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Lots of dead parents in the Disney catalog. Yeah. Almost, oh, yeah. Almost every single hero uh, mm. or, or heroine in the Disney catalog 
has one or both parents just gone from the get-go. So or, what you're saying we see them die in the in the beginning in some way. So this. what you're saying is that Batman is actually a Disney prince. <laughs> I mean <laughs> make the argument. I don't yeah. know. I do think that, I think that for I think for our case anyway, we get some we get to straddle that line and make something that's a little more throwback to that regard. But also still a four quadrant movie for the most part where families nowadays can all go and enjoy it i do I, there there are quite a few friends who have asked me they're like how old like because some of the scenes in the first shazam and by the way some of the scenes that will be in the second shazam are could be a little yes. uh, might, uh, might be um, uh, uh, could be a little a little too graphic for yeah. the youngest of minds right but mm -hmm. also you know savvy parents they go watch it first and they go okay this is the time when i do this or this is the time when i do this or, you know, well the on. first shazam movie when mark strong goes in like the boardroom and like has the monsters kill yeah. everybody that was terrifying oh, yeah. yeah bro that's this is what i'm talking about yeah. like if you would actually just take that scene out it, yeah. it, it would make it far more palatable almost right. every other moment could be more palatable but yeah. the reality is it's like i don't know that you need to or want to you know let that kid watch it when they get older yeah i know it's inconvenient for a lot of parents who have much younger kids and like well i don't know what to do and it's like mm. i don't know get it on home video like yeah, yeah. You, 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 can, you can figure it out uh before we move on to the next question we've got another fortifying through so glad yeah, drunk is still a thing which is my favorite time of year i love you all and hope you have a great holiday but fortify, fortify. Um, I do have a question though. I'm very excited for this. Do for a living. What did you find as a it is tequila? What did you find as a nerd? Because you obviously grew up being a nerd. You did nerd HQ. It was a huge integral part of who you are. Mm -hmm. You learned a superhero movie. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy the shooting the first movie, knowing that this was like a bucket list tick and you get to don the suit for the first time and you get to experience it? Or did you prefer shooting the second movie, having that familiarity, being um, sort of like uh, knowing the success of the first movie as well? What experience did you prefer? Yes. God damn it. <laughs> um, so Fortify. I'm going to answer mod. Come on, you know me better than that. So listen, I uh, look, I mean, w I was so grateful that I got um, going back even farther. Like when I got cast in the Thor franchise as Fandral, that was a really cool. I was bummed that Chuck wouldn't let me out of the first my that season to go do the first movie because I really wanted to work with Kenneth Branagh a lot. I just I, I find him to be an incredibly talented dude. But you know that it, that it circled back into my life and that I ultimately still got to play that role was great. But we didn't, re you know, they didn't fuck all with those characters. Like we didn't really have a lot to do in all of that, which is disappointing because if we've learned nothing else from things like Avengers and whatnot, like everybody loves a team movie, you know? So we had a perfect little Norse team and we didn't really do much, but then all that kind of, you know, was going away. We, you know, we, uh, my, myself and the other two warriors were very quickly, you know, killed off in Ragnarok and which was a fantastic movie. I mean, I, I not, not, not Ragnarok. It was I really got good. so offended when you got killed because I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know what was happening. And like, I watched the movie and I was like, what, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, I, I, when I finally saw it, I was, Oh, they, oh, I'd be very, like, I only had like three lines and all, I remember you being in London for like a big chunk of time for that too. So no, that's no, 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 no. That, no that the movie. second movie was when I was in London for six months and oh. we only ended, end, ended up in a few scenes. The second, the Ragnarok they shot in Australia. I was only in Australia for like a week. I brought Blackman with me, actually, Eric Blackman, because oh, I had yeah. a plus one. And so we Please. just kicked around and, and uh, what's that? 
Can, can I tell the quick story about visiting you on set for Thor 2? Sure. You remember this? So no. when Zach, well, Zach there was, were many stories. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so Zach was out in London and I, I went to go visit and got to stay at Zach's amazing flat in London. And it was like, okay, there, it, there, there was one day that it was going to be a good day for me to go to set with you. And we had, we got picked up at like 6 a.m. or whatever and driven an hour out to the studio. We get there at like seven and we go grab breakfast. And I, oh, first off, I had to sign my fucking life away. Yeah, I hope by now day. this NDA, because the movie's <laughs> coming out. So I sign all the NDAs that's like, I will not breathe the word that I've even stepped foot within a mile of this set, basically. And we grab breakfast and we go to your trailer and it's like your suit your suit was like hanging in the trailer. And we sat there for like an hour and then like the first AD came over, whoever it was, and was like, um, we got rained out today, so no shooting. And we just got sent home. <laughs> and that was it. That was my big day on set for Thor too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were a lot of those days. I mean, you know, England's England. There's a lot of rain as it turns out. And, uh, but also the, uh, the schedule on that one was all kind of wacky. They were rewriting that constantly. They were writing that script. And so we, I ended up having so many days where I'd just be on hold. I mean, I was on hold that entire movie. I, I thought I was going to be able to go bounce around Europe a little bit on my days or weeks mm -hmm. off or whatever. And then we were just constantly on hold and I was just stuck in London, which by the way is a great city. But if you're by yourself and all your friends are like, have regular jobs there and you can't really see anybody and you're just kind of. And you're a Southern California kid who really needs sun. We all need sun, guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> even all the all the Brits even know this. That I, I'm not vitamin D. It's so just dreary. We're just we're all just disappointed all the time. Um, but uh, so, but getting back on track really quick. So that all wrapped up. All the all the all that Fandral stuff. All that Marvel stuff. And to be honest, I thought, you know, maybe this was it. Maybe this was it as far as like me playing my superhero card is, you know, and by the way, I should be so lucky. Like there are plenty of actors who never get to say they were in the Marvel or DC universe or whatever the hell. So I was still trying to count that blessing, but it was a bummer because, you know, I'm, I'm very much this kid. I grew up reading all of these comics and loving these worlds and wanting to bring them to the big screen or small screen or video screen or whatever. So going back to your question, Mod, I mean, I can't really, between those two things, it's very difficult to choose because the fact that I, as a, you know, at that point, a 37 year old man was now being given this opportunity to go be the face of a franchise where I get to be my own superhero and I get to put on the spandex and the whole deal. And I'm like, I, it was one of the most incredible gifts I've ever been given and continues to be a gift that keeps on giving, given that, you know, I've made a second film and hopefully we'll get to do more stuff. But on top of that, like, that was great. But the fact that we made a movie good enough that Warner Brothers believed in us to go like, here's double the budget and go make another one. And that I get to keep doing that and feel even more grounded in the role and my understanding of it and, and who I am as a human being and all that jazz. Uh, they're both so incredibly awesome. Like, I, I don't know. I, if I stop long enough and just sit and count the insanity of the blessings that I've been given in my life, particularly since I've been an actor and all the cool shit I've gotten to do, um, I'll, I'll just cry sometimes. <laughs> like, like, you know, like not like full on just bawling. Well, actually, no, sometimes I, I mean, you know, but, but you, you, I don't know. There's just so much, there are so many people that are hurting in this world all the time. There are so many people that are, that just don't have, don't have a lot to scrape together uh, or certainly haven't gotten the opportunity to go live out whatever their dreams or, or visions are. And ever since I was a little kid, I knew that I knew, I knew in my knower that I was supposed to go and be this actor. I didn't know exactly what all that was going to look like, but I tell you what, the fact that, you know, 
two of my favorite movies growing up were big and Superman. And I got to go make <laughs> those two things is like, kill me now. I'm good. I'm good. God. Thank you. Thank you. That is crazy. I did not actually think about that, that it is literally Shazam is big meets Superman. Yeah. That's bonkers, dude. Yeah. Because Big was such a transformative movie for oh, so, so many good. of us. It was so I mean, it was just like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. 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 And, and how he learns through all that and starts yeah. realizing, well, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And I mean, I don't know. Penny Marshall, she, yeah. she was a fantastic talent. And that and League of Their Own are still two of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, you know, she crushed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, another yeah. fortified? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Says, love Shazam. Those kid actors are amazing. Yes, you two, oh, Zach. Yeah. They couldn't celebrate like adults. Let's all fortify for them. Yeah, for the children. For the children. For the, children. For the kids. Yeah. Speaking of the children, one of the charities is Extra Life, which is raising money for the Los Angeles Children's Hospital. So a uh, little bit of an update. The Extra Life, we're at 295 raised, which is nearly a third already. And Black Girls Code has raised $345, which is above the third already. Yes. Half an hour, which is amazing. That's awesome. Well done, everybody out there watching. Well done. With generosity. I'm I'm slowly getting through the emails. I do, you know, we'll get to them. I've I've sent out three codes. (laughs) By the way, I I just have to say... So I, I knew I wanted to drink beer because it's been ages since I, I drink beer. And if I drank Jack Daniels, I'd be under the desk instead of at the desk. Mm. Look what I found. Oh, it's Trejo's. Danny Trejo, Trejo's yeah. beer. I was yeah. like, Danny Trejo makes a he, beer? He makes he's everything now. He's, he's one of the smartest guys. He, he yeah. first of all, he's like such a great dude. Like everybody who ever talks about Danny Trejo is like, he's one of the greatest guys ever. And if you yeah. look at like, he's got one of the most insane stories too. Like his whole journey as, as a human being. But he's also been really smart to be like, I got a brand and I'm going to use that brand and I'm going to go make yeah. some beers and I'm going to yeah. go. He wrote a book. Like, there's Dude, all kinds of tacos. Donuts, tacos. There's a donut place. There's a coffee shop yeah. down near my house. Like, I was just, and then I saw this and I was like, well, I got to get, I got to get the beer. Trejo Cerveza. It? It? It's fucking great. Look at that. What is it like mm. a Pilsner? What is it? It's a Mexican lager. Uh-huh. So it's mm. sort of like a Doseques or like okay. a right. Negro Mandelo, like that okay. kind of vibe. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a spicy, man. <laughs> I like uh, it. Well, so I think, if I remember correctly from the schedule that I saw, you guys have another guest that's supposed to be getting in here. <laughs> we Zach, certainly do. Uh, we've got wait, Jonathan. This is why I love Zach. Zach just runs the interview himself. We ask yeah. one question. Zach takes up his entw- entire 20 minutes, and then he's like, and that's my time. Thank you. Oh, that's my time, guys. I got the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got Jonathan in the green room right now. We had a Colin, but we've lost a Colin. So just to buy oh. 30 seconds to get that sorted, Zach, we are eating all the pizza. What is your choice pizza and topping? Mm. Oh, I mean, well, my choice pizza, I don't know that I've had a better pizza than Joe's pizza in New York. I think that's still my favorite slice of za. Uh, unfortunately, Joe's does not have the topping, uh, uh, one of the toppings that I need in my, my um, premier topping combination, which is pepperoni and pineapple. Oh, not interesting. I, I, I get it. I know. I understand the, the pineapple very polarizing for people. Get over it. It's a great topping on pizza. <laughs> the sweet with the savory of the pineapple. Because here's the thing. Hawaiian? Yeah, I had a Hawaiian growing up. It's okay. The ham and the pineapple. The ham is BS. Marity no, as, as no. well as the pepperoni and the pineapple. 
And that, my friends, is it. That's it. That's the best taste you can put in your mouth. If Joe's would just give me some goddamn pineapple. I can just see you going into Joe's with like a can of pineapple slices. I'll have a pepperoni, please. And then just putting it on. Hey, yeah. pineapple. I feel like I'm in the minority for that, but it is my absolute favorite. Oh, thank goodness. I, I always thought growing up that pepperoni and pineapple was a Hawaiian pizza. I didn't know there was this weird, horrible thing that had ham slices on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, that was never a thing. Canadian bacon. Ah, uh, yeah. That's Remember when you figured out as a kid, you're like, well, wait a minute. So Canadian bacon is just ham? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is bacon. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. It's almost like, actually, speaking of London, that's the other thing. This is like, you have to ask for like streaky bacon, I think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the Canadians get it from the English. You know, uh, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a Commonwealth thing. I don't know what bacon's like in it. Australia, but they might have some thick hammy. No. Oh, is it better? No, is we have the, the super crispy, thin. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but Zach, thank you so much for your time. Uh, have the best rest of the evening. I'm glad my you got pleasure. to. Glad you got to. Have fun. Uh, good to you, bud. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, you, Zach. Everybody watching, thanks for watching. Thanks for your time. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you all. Please donate. It's for great causes and helping people that need that help. So, okay. I go bye bye. <laughs> Amazing. He really Dude, did he really does run his own interview. He's just I, like, like quick story. You know, I've been friends with Zach for well over a decade now, and he and he's like family, like like truly like a brother from another mother. And he's clearly like one of the most talented human beings on the face of the planet. And he um he hosted a show for Sci Fi called Geeks Who Drink like five years ago or something oh, like yeah. that. And I went to a taping, and on my way there, I had this very hubris-laden thought where I was like, you know what? I bet the one thing I can do better than Zach is host a show because I've been doing it for so long and he's never hosted a show. And then I go to this taping and I watch him do it and I'm like, God damn you, it. Zach, you're even better than hosting. Like, he's so damn good. And like, we just saw it right here for like 20 minutes. He's like, I know how to answer every question perfectly. And I know that that's my time. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we got a donation from Vaden. Uh, we may have to, because we do have our guests, we may have to put a pin in yeah. this or ask our guest as well, Vaden. But when or where do you find your best and or most interesting ideas? We are going to have that oh. uh, question to our guests. But the Fortify, we got to do. Speaking of our guests. I would like to, I'm all about fortifying y'all, but I encourage you to donate this money to the charities this time. Like we'll still drink, don't worry, but put this money towards the charities. They need it more than us. Oh, are, we, are we ready to bring well, in our next guest? Um, if you'd put fortify in the donation, oh, Vaden did actually donate $20 as well. So Vaden's just giving, okay. giving all around. But yes, if yes. you want to introduce, we'll bring up our next guests. We have both? Yeah. Great. Oh, awesome. All right, very excited. One of these guests is a, a huge uh, friend of the show, Jonathan Fernandez. He's been on, I think he might Multiple have the shows. longest, like he's been on the most, right? Yeah! Also, just Whoa. the most stylish mofo on the face of this planet. Hey, um, listen, there's a, there's a very important show, and I can't slum it up for this thing. <laughs> you look great. You look great. It's so nice to see you all. Like, it's been a billion years. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is one of my favorite things to do ever. And uh, and it's nice to be existing in any fashion. Um, well, existing at all, but also through the show. Yes. <laughs> I know, Jen, right? We all know that you're wearing your current pajamas. We know yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that this, this is you dressing down for yeah. the show. This, this, uh, <laughs> it, it, un, it unzips and it's a onesie. It unzips from the back. <laughs> Oh my gosh, look at Jonathan's name. Prove it. 
H H H H. Thank you. But also, we've got another guest as well. Yes. So I'm very excited because now a friend of the show is bringing on a friend. So little backstory, this person uh, hosts a podcast that I became a fan of about a year ago that through a totally random other group of people, I came across this podcast. And then, I don't know, a couple months ago when I was in New York, I actually stayed with Jonathan and his wife, Lauren, and I brought this podcast up and Jonathan was like, yo, that's my friend Connor. And I was like, you know this person. So Jonathan connected us and I was very excited to ask Connor to come on and be a guest because I can't wait to tell you all about his podcast. It is the best. But here is Connor Ratliff, the host of Dead Eyes. Oh, just Dead as a Eyes. Pose. He's been oh, no. oh, you look everything great. that you were saying. That's, that's just like Connor. We'll oh, chill like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll chill for a sec. I know that there was a little bit of a tech glitch, which is why I brought us a little, four minutes or so. But as soon as I see Connor moving, I'll, I'll bring him back up. Uh, in the that's interim, that's though, his calling card. Tatiana Torres says, Merry Drunk since everyone. Oh, Tatiana. Oh, bye -bye. Yeah. Bingo, bingo. Hey, Tatiana. I'll By the way, I switched. Teaser. I'm now doing uh, this thing called Taco Truck Vlogger. Sure. Ooh, taco Truck. Oh, yeah. Also also from uh, from Yeehold, California. Mm. We're going to the Mexican theme still, looks like. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, pizza, Mexican. It's. Uh, Jonathan, um, we've had an amazing year. Uh, the I've, I've been telling you all about it, that I've been watching every single episode of it and I'm obsessed, but Gossip Girl got relaunched. I think it was like 11 or 12 years after yeah. it originally came out in 2009 or so, and you have a role in there. It is an absolute oh, joy seeing you in the show. That's cool. Uh, and to know that it's already gotten, is it a part two or is it the second season or what's that go? But I know that, that we've just that was, a whole new bout. Yeah, that was part two, that, part two of season one. So it was like season one B that came out uh, a few weeks ago now on thanksgiving and then but season two we're about to start shooting in a in like a month and a half or so fantastic Congrats, HBO for anyone really who wants cool. to watch that one as well we got a connor by the way yes yes we got a connor i'm so excited Old Connor, friend. this is a big deal for me because I weirdly feel like we're already super tight friends because i basically listen to you once a week but i realize this is actually the first time we're meeting face to face so yeah and also also like when you when we were hanging out in little italy like and you found yes. out that we were friends and then i was like also i just did his podcast not too long ago and that episode just came out a couple weeks ago but then but laura but like uh allison just like had my phone like in her hands for like an hour and a half as she was texting connor through my phone and <laughs> that's just what was happening we had so much to talk about. Okay, so just so we know, we have to talk about what Dead Eyes is because yeah, we, we had a podcast, we ended it, and now we're really good at recommending other podcasts people should listen to now that there is no more half-hour, happy-hour podcast. Right. Uh, so wait, Connor, do you want to describe what the podcast is or are you tired of doing that? <laughs> I'd be curious, I, I, I think I, because I've said it so many times now, I'd be curious yeah. to hear what your description Ooh. of it is. And, and I, could I could annotate your description if there's anything that I feel is wildly inaccurate. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so back in 2000, Connor mm -hmm. was cast in, in a small speaking role on Band of Brothers, the HBO yeah. show. And it was being directed by none other than. I love that show. Sorry. Yes. Everybody loves that directed... show. Everybody loves that show. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> it was being directed by Tom Hanks. And then the day before Connor was supposed to shoot, he was informed that he needed to re audition for the part because Tom what? Hanks thought he had, quote, dead eyes. Oh my God. So Connor had to go back, audition in front of Tom Hanks this time, and then was fired from the show. Oh my God. <laughs> 
and then proceeded to like not act for like 13 years or something like that. And then, yeah, it's my doorbell. It's my doorbell. Oh, got Here's it. I'll be right back. <laughs> Alex, okay. Anyway, so Connor has since started this podcast because I, this is my favorite description of your podcast. As you said, you wanted to start something like serial, but about something not important. Yeah. So this podcast <laughs> is all about figuring out why Tom Hanks thinks he has dead eyes. And it's now in season three. And what's so incredible about this podcast is that it is it has morphed into being about solving this mystery with Tom Hanks into this like almost overall commentary on the industry all of us work in and how kind of like ridiculously screwed up it is and, and how everyone, no matter how successful they are, has some sort of horrific story of being told they have dead eyes or something along those lines. It's a fascinating listen. Connor narrates the whole thing. It's got great storylines. Jonathan was a guest on two weeks ago and I texted Jonathan because they tell this amazing story about how they um, did this live improv Lexus commercial during a late night show. And I had never heard Jonathan tell this story before. And I was like, yo, how is there this insane story in your life? And I've never even heard it. <laughs> I keep that one close to the chest because it was so outrageous and made no sense. Yeah. It feels like a fever dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Connor, yeah, did, I do it? did I do it justice? Yes, that's exactly right. And it was during, yes, during late night with Jimmy Fallon back when he hosted mm -hmm. late night. That was, uh, we did two live Lexus commercials on national television, uh, selling luxury cars with, uh, <laughs> with, sort of fake improv so it's more just like stressful sketch rather than actual <laughs> improv it was like write a sketch in like five minutes that can be approved by a corporation yeah right um, that is right because it's not like you could improv a line and lexus would be like mm, no can't talk about drinking when we're when we're doing and, cars and also at the time like fallon was fast asleep because you know they, they pre-taped the show like hours before that but we were like us suckers have to stay up to do it live during when it actually is airing for that for the, the nation and until for and for both coasts it wasn't yeah, just staying up until it aired in new york we had to do it again three hours later to do a different commercial for la yeah oh. like in the morning <laughs> yeah. oh Connor, it, it, i think it's the same episode but you tell the story about doing this like literally all day improv with a fake wife and a fake brownstone for sonos <laughs> Yeah. And you go through the, you you explain everything you had to do for like an eight hour day. And at the end of it, you and your wife have like the actress who played your wife. You're like, do you remember how much we got paid for that? Yeah. And when you said $350, oh I audibly God. gasped. I audibly <laughs> gasped. I was like, no. It was, it was a thing that we did where starting at nine in the morning and this thing made no sense like <laughs> journalists were scheduled to come in every 15 minutes all day long they had and for the first minute we would be convincingly a couple who lived in this brownstone because we just make small talk and there'd be like sonos would be playing like music in the background be like yeah we have this uh sonos system we're really happy with it and then an actor playing our son would come downstairs and interrupt at one point and it would become this like this like uh interactive uh we'd have to hit all these story beats to bring them through our house uh and the journalists would immediately realize this is contrived this is not real and they'd Amazing. be some of them kind of angry some of them kind of like just like frustrated or bored and we'd do that from 9 to 9 15 and then another journalist would come in and we'd start it over again 
which once we've done it for about two hours, once we've done it like eight times, you start really losing your mind. Um, <laughs> like I remember we took a lunch break and we were like, we have to do this for like four or five more hours. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, for $350. I was like, what? Like in my head, I was like, they probably got paid like two or three grand or something for the day. And then you said two fifty, and I was like, no. It reminds yeah. me of like yeah, we went to I went to Newport, Rhode, Rhode Island, where a lot of the like, you know, all of the old money uh, New Yorkers would have these crazy big houses, and one of them was called the Breakers, and I think it was like Rockefeller. I can't remember. And we went to go take a tour, and the tour was a very nice lady period piece you know period clothing but she it was pretending to be in the time and like yeah. people were walking in and being like oh no the the, the thing is the pipe is is just yeah oh well we got to figure it out just wait here and enjoy the library and i was just like look i get it i love it i'm a performer you're yeah. doing the lord's work just tell me where the bathrooms were and why they have gold sinks and you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, this is not, it feels like not the place that I want to have a murder mystery, you know, unfold in front of me. And it sounds a lot like that where they're like, just tell me that the Sonos move is now Wi-Fi and can move anywhere. Like, come on guys. Yeah. Well, especially, especially journalists who are pretty, you know, even a bad journalist, we pretty adept at sniffing out bullshit. Mm. They realize they're basically in a, uh, a theme park uh attraction where they we can't break character and we have to keep doing it for another like 10 to 15 minutes did you have, um, did, you have people, did you have people there that were like uh directing or giving you notes or anything like that not really no i mean there were people observing it but it was you know at the end of it at the end of each cycle there were the as the journalists would be escorted into the backyard where there was an area where they would talk with sonos people so but they were all, I think, told that they were just coming to a house where a family had a Sonos sound system. Whoa. So they all entered into it as if it was like, yeah, we're just going to meet some people like, yeah, we have Sonos. And so for the first like couple of minutes, you could be really convincing because you just make chit chat and you'd be like, yeah, it's pretty fun because you can sort of change what you listen to based on the room. So like I have I like listening to this and she likes that. And we're like, and then, but then as soon as you start doing things where it's like, mom, dad, I need help finishing my assignment i'm like oh, okay uh, sorry about this uh and you're trying to be natural with it but i think the whole day there was one person who enjoyed it and they were just like that person they didn't buy it but they were like what is going on the whole time they were like really delighted by the fact that someone had like put all this effort into a thing but there's some were just very sort of like all right okay you know just like I don't want to talk to Mickey Mouse or whatever. You know, they don't want to like interact. I don't want to play imagination with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, does, it does require a bit of um, acceptance on the other person's part who did not agree to this walking in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just like not delightful to people. And then Artist Tim is on, on board for Team Pineapple on Pizza. Uh, Ooh for that one i personally love pineapple and pizza and i was the hill i'm willing to die on uh, a question i'd love to know connor jonathan how do you two know each other hmm. we uh were both on a, i joined a sketch team that jonathan was on at ucb oh cool. yeah. cold fox so we did a lot of shows together yeah we, did play, we, yeah we did shows for three uh i mean stone cold fox have been together for some time but uh when we were on the team together we did a show every friday night for three years that's cool wow good for you guys wow. 
So right. I, was, I, was I was an understudy. You guys were doing a show because you would do really ambitious shows. And you were doing a show that was like a choose your own adventure sketch show. Oh, that's and cool. where there were the audience would pick at various points what they wanted to happen next. And so there were like multiple branches of where the sketches could go. And somebody asked me to understudy for that show. <laughs> and also, actually, if memory serves, well, first of all, yeah, we all had to memorize like 30 sketches, something like that. Jeez. And yeah. one, one of the main storylines was Tom Hanks related. <gasps> oh, that's remember? right. Oh yeah. my gosh. One of the, cause it basically was like, it was called crisis town. And so, cause all this bullshit happens in the town and then all the way, all the like people in it were had to like, you know, we had to figure out whatever. But one of the, one of the ways that the path of the story would go is that like the reason the whole, the whole scenario is happening is because Tom Hanks was going to come land his helicopter or whatever in the town square. And then Amazing. the whole town had to like get ready for him basically. And then yeah. like mice may invade and like all this like really random stuff. And then, you know, obviously Tom Hanks never showed up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. I, all I remember is I, as an understudy, I had to memorize like multiple different versions of the show. I think I did it twice. And both times the audience picked the exact same path. I remember being so disappointed that second time that I had done all that extra memory. Cause you guys got to do, a couple different versions of it you know it would vary from week to week yeah but we definitely found like there were some uh parts of the the choose your own adventure that were like a bigger dangling carrot um yeah. you know and it, they didn't have the the opportunity like when you read the books you just kind of like use your fingers as bookmarks where you just kind of like 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 i don't want to die on page 45 so i'm just gonna <laughs> mark this page yep. reread the thing and it's kind of like read yeah, a book like this yeah that's really, <laughs> really um but. where are you at with tom hanks right now like, how has this relationship evolved? Initially, it must have been like the person who destroyed your soul. But now, now, where are you at with it? Have you come out the other side? What stage of grieving? Well, I would say, um, I mean, the from the beginning of the, I'd long ago reached acceptance. I guess, is that the final stage of grief? Um, before <laughs> I did the podcast, I had already reached right. acceptance, in, at least in terms of the disappointment. The tricky thing about it <laughs> is like, you know, I never stopped being a fan of Tom Hanks. Like I went and saw Castaway in the theater, you know, which was shortly after that, you know, like I never, I didn't ever, uh, it never made me not like watching Tom Hanks perform. Um, but it was hard because, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, the joke of the podcast is how like, Oh, like I won't let this go. You know, like it's 20 years since it happened and it's and people who hear some people who hear about the podcast but haven't listened to it yet. Their first response is like, good God, man, like get over it. <laughs> but the funny thing about it, to some extent, is that like you can't get over it in the sense that you never with Tom Hanks is the person that reminds you of a thing. You never stop being reminded of Tom Hanks. There's <laughs> not not that much time, even just like if I was like if I come on this and I'm like, I don't want to talk about Tom Hanks. And when we brought up crisis down, there's a Tom Hanks connection. Like Amazing. it doesn't take long before you're talking about Tom Hanks again, or he's right. on TV or there's a new movie out or whatever, you know? Well, the other so, thing is like, I don't, I don't know how, like, um, I forget where band of brothers comes to, to together in, in terms of your like acting career uh, professionally. But I know that like, like you were like an actor's actor, like growing up and all that stuff. And like, you were like, I remember you showing me like some, you're in, you're in the credits of like some play from when the 
the play was like first performed. Oh my yeah, god, like I, shit when I see that stuff. Like when I know yeah. someone who's in the first page of the play being like, this was the first production, I'm like, ah! Yeah, yeah like, I was in a play called Four by the playwright Christopher Shin at, when it premiered at the Royal Court in London. That was my first job out of drama school in 98. And so like when they published that play, I'm always in the front, which is like, that's the only time it's happened is like, you know, and I love that whenever there's like, I think it's really, I think it'd be really funny for people who like find that play now that my primary thing I'm known for being fired by Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, but I mean, what, in terms of my relation, in terms of my relationship to Tom Hanks, when I started doing the podcast, it was like, well, that will give the podcast like a fun goal. Like it, it will, you know, there were things I wanted to talk about on the podcast that if I just said like, hey, I'm Connor Ralph, I'm going to do a podcast about acting, like, that's not going to hook people. And like the episode that I did with Jonathan was talking about like acting, like acting in commercials. And in, in some ways it's like the podcast is sort of like a stealth memoir. It's like my weird stories about working in show business, but on its own, that's not gonna, that's not going to hook people in the fact that my main, like I literally, there was an article that came out about something unrelated to the podcast that introduced me by saying Connor Ratliff best known for being fired by Tom Hanks. And I'm like, Oh, I may not ever beat that as a credit. Like that might be like the way that you're like, Oh, Mark Hamill from star Wars, you know, that it's like, Oh, Connor Ratliff from being fired by Tom Hanks. That it's gonna, it'll take a lot for me to, get something that's gonna now hop above that in the in the bio you well, know until, until he puts until he's on your last episode you hash it out and then he puts <laughs> you in the next movie yeah. i mean the, the thing is like you try to manifest these things and sometimes it works sometimes you like uh, uh you're able to like set your sight on a thing and then make it happen and 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 I've been lucky in terms of some of the people that I've managed to book as guests on this pod like the podcast has allowed me to book some people that at the beginning I wouldn't have imagined were it would be possible to get. Um, so I'm still hopeful. Like that is whether it whether it takes you know two months or two years or you know I don't know I, I give it up. It was two more decades. I can't I can't be doing this for that much longer. But Connor, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is it possible that he only said you had dead eyes because he actually was trying to not tell you the real, even more horrible reason he didn't want you? Well, here's the thing. The way the way the way it unfolded, the way it unfolded was, uh, I when I got the phone call from my agent's office saying you have to do the re-audition, my agent's assistant was the one who told me. Tom Hanks didn't say it to yeah. me. Tom right, Hanks right, was very right. nice yeah. to me, um, and was very nice in the audition. If but I was also by that point I'd spent hours thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know. Yeah. Um, it is. It, it is entirely possible that <laughs> the the answer I'm searching for could reveal something worse. Really? Well, I wouldn't mind that because that'd be good for the podcast. What's wild, about it, what's wild about it too is like the like auditioning is already such a cruel process inherently. And, oh yeah. And then well, and, you gonna... always, and you're always trying to not imagine yourself with the job because the the possibility of you having a job is like so close to zero like any job and mm -hmm. so like the fact that you then go and get it and they're like sorry psych you have to like start start again even though you've already been having like you know your parents or your friends and family have already like maybe congratulated you like this thing is already as real as possible in your brain 
and yeah. then to go through that like mm-hmm. it's a real like cruel cruel thing to go to but maybe he maybe this was his way of trying to push you in your oh, career forever he was like, I've, no. I've had a situation like that i've gotten a job and i was signing the contracts and this was a job that would have absolutely changed my career mm-hmm. and i was like just i just quit a really really big job um because it was like really kind of breaching my integrity but it would have taken me to the next level but i made that decision and then this job came up and it was perfect and after five days of the negotiation and getting everything great and as i was signing it they went oh wait one of the one of the people on set would prefer to not have a blonde so we've just hired someone else oh yeah and i no longer had the job and my agent dye my fucking hair yeah, yeah. Right. And my agent said, look, we can sue them uh, because the agreement was done and they have breached the arrangement, but you will never, never work, work in this town again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I didn't hear, I mean, it's blonde hair. The feedback that you have gotten, you may as well get a kick in the dick. Like, yeah. that, right. one, <laughs> that one. I, I would have traded, I would have traded up for that if I could have remained on the production. If I'd said, I'll take a kick in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I want to pass it over to you because you were saying that you know it's really really hard being an actor and you just can't count your chickens before they've hatched. But have you had an experience like this where a bit of feedback or um, something that was said from somewhere somewhere higher up just crushed you? Maybe it was a comment from someone. Maybe it was you know the internet being the vile place that it can be. But was there one thing that just unravelled you as a person? Yeah, I mean, every uh, there's there's a couple. Um, <laughs> there, uh, I've been I've been lucky to only have a couple, to be honest. But like the uh, there's definitely one where, um, just like we were saying, where like all signs are pointing toward you're the person. Like this is your job. And there was a I can't remember the gentleman's name right now, but at some point, BET w- wanted to do their own version of the Daily Show, oh. and uh, mm-hmm. they got this dude who had a cnn show and he was like a real straight lace like reporter guy it made no sense why he would all of a sudden uh be like a john stewart type at the time and this woman um who was like one of the creators of the daily show uh she happened to be at one of our Uncle fox shows uh the one that we did like the game show one where it's like this is like it was kind of like this is your life we did something that was kind of like that and she ended up being like the person from the audience that we brought onto the stage to uh, oh, interview wow. and then make the, all the specific references in the show about her and her life from the interview. And, and then we like, it was opening night, the show like killed. I had a lot of good stuff in that show. And then afterwards, she like waited for me afterwards and was like, you're fantastic. My, my family was there too, uh, which was like a, a rare thing. And she was like, uh, I'm working, I'm so-and-so, and I knew her name, so you see her name in the credits all the time in, in The Daily Show, and she was like, I'm starting this show, blah, 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 like, what are you guys doing now? Do you want to go to dinner? And we're like, I guess. Like, this was, like, never happens, <laughs> you know, after, like, a UCB show. And my parents were uh, were like, I was like, you, can you guys wait? Like, can you come and chill for a little bit? And they're like, yeah, of course. So we go to this place down the street, like, she pays for dinner, we had this uproarious time, it was incredible, um, and then I met her, uh, or I had a meeting with her and my manager a couple weeks later and they're like, and it was clear that I wasn't even going to be asked to test for the show. Like I was just going to be one of the correspondents on the show. And the other time or the other person who was hired was uh, Issa Rae at the time who had no show. Like she like insecure didn't exist yet. She had just done her web series uh, um, 
you know, black girl, black girl. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, Oh yeah, I've seen some of that or whatever. And then, and it got to the point where they were, they were truly like this wet coming Wednesday, like mark your calendar. We're going to do a test of the show and the material. Like you're going to write some stuff up, but it's not a test for me. It wasn't like an audition. It was just like trying to figure out the format of the show. They're going to bring in an audience, whatever. And, uh, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then <laughs> as the week came, like I wasn't hearing anything from anybody. And then the day before, when I was just like, I, I don't know, am I going to just show up to the studio tomorrow at the time that they told me, please ask me about costumes or anything. The day before, then I get a converse, uh, I get a call from my manager who I spoke to that executive producer. And they were like, sorry, uh, it's not you. And, uh, and the way it was explained to me was that West Coast BET, who had not been involved in the process at all up until that point, saw some of my work that was online and then decided that I wasn't edgy enough or like my comedy wasn't edgy enough, which translates to this fucking guy is not black enough. Like truly that's um, like code, code word for all that stuff. Right. And cause they saw me like I was on, I don't know. I, they, they saw like some bit I did on like uh, with some like Somalia or something. And they like they referenced this. They were like, I don't know. We saw his like Somalia bit and he's like, <laughs> like they didn't even say like, can we see other stuff? They're just like, we saw this one thing was like kind of like harmless comedy so like fuck this guy basically and then I, I remember like getting off the phone and just like and just like laying on the shitty futon i had in the in the shitty basement apartment that we had at the time uh my my now wife like we had just like moved moved in together and and i had quit some jobs too and i was just like i lay on the couch like with like the darkness of the basement already because <laughs> it was like it was like noon it was already dark and, and it was just like and just like staring at the ceiling until like my wife came home from her teaching job at the time. So it was like three hours later. And I was just like, it wasn't even so much pain that I felt as much as just like, I felt like a complete sucker. Like, I was just like, why did I believe any of it? Even though it was like all the things that led up to it were just like, I mean, we were taken out to dinner by the EP. Like that's not something that could like happens, you know? So like, no, no, that was devastating. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's really bad when you get your hopes up. Like that's the thing that I found more than anything is like, whenever you start being like oh maybe this could really work out like that's when you're you're most vulnerable like i can if i'm in a if i'm in a mood to get rejected i can i can take it all day you know like you can reject me reject me it doesn't matter but once you get to that point where like oh this may go this may actually happen that's when you really like every part of you is like exposed to get hurt once you start thinking like oh maybe they're gonna maybe this is gonna be the thing maybe this is gonna be you know yeah. And I think people, something that people, uh, well, I, I kind of always make this joke, but I would say, uh, when someone's like, Oh, you booked this thing or how's whatever job going? I was like, I don't believe that this job exists until I'm at home watching it on television Yeah, and, yeah. and seeing me come up and be like, okay, it's a real thing now, I guess. Yeah. But like, cause otherwise it's like, I don't know how many, this is not common knowledge, but you know, when you go through the audition process, it's like audition, uh, call back, maybe like a meeting with the producers or directors and then, maybe another one of those or another two of those. And then eventually they bring you in front of the studio and then the studio suits like all sit in a room and like watch you do this thing that you've already done 10,000 times. But by the time you get to that moment, it's only, it's like between you and like three other people and like you're in the waiting room with these three other people. And then you're just like, kind of like trying to keep some kind of uh, not like murderous vibe basically. (laughs) But what people don't know is that like, by the time you get to the test, you have already like all the contract stuff is signed. 
Like yeah. you already know how many episodes you're going to be in. You already know how much money you're going to get per episode. And it's like, and the reason they do that is so that you, you don't get chosen later and then have the power and say like, all right, uh, now that you want me, these are my terms. And so you're completely robbed of any power that you ever have, which is zero. And they explain there, the, the hope behind it, don't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. They'll actually start negotiating, not for the best or well-deserved price, but to actually use that as a way to bid yourself and make yourself look more, you know, what delightful? What is that? In every, in, every one of in every one of those scenarios is made like it's almost like a it's almost a joke because I remember the first test. It I doesn't happen in Australia. What do you mean? We don't do deal memos in Australia. If you get the job, then you negotiate. We don't have that. And I remember after about, I think uh, I was here for six weeks before I auditioned for a hosting show and I got a deal memo. And it was this thing where it's like it was one of four that we had to negotiate and all of that kind of stuff. And, you, ha yeah, you had to kind of be strategic with how you're going to do it. Did you want the job really badly? So you're going to make your rate a little lower so that they were more likely mm -hmm. to choose you. That was, that's, that was really like a bit of pill for me to swallow straight away. You're like, damn. And the hardest part is not mentally spending that money. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when it's you see those zeros, you're like, yeah, Oh, I can do this. It's, and this almost, and this. it's almost always more money than you've ever seen your, to, in your life up until that moment. Cause you're obviously hopefully trying to build on your career or you yep. just haven't had that opportunity yet. And it's like, yeah. I, I won't, the first test I ever went to was at Fox in, in, at their studio in Los Angeles, their, their lot. And also like we were walking into this conference room that was the long, the, it was a comical, like it was a cartoon conference room because it was like 60 yards long. And like all, and all <laughs> the, and the entrance was like on the opposite end of where the suits were. And all the suits, there was like 15 of them. They were sitting on these like little kind of stadium seating, like all on the other side. So you have to like walk, like walk into the gallows across these people <laughs> in silence and they're not there to laugh. And even though you're doing, a comedy, you're there to do a comedy show and we were, I was there to improvise a bunch, like they're not there to laugh. And it was like, and but that's like what you're supposed to go through in order to then hopefully be greenlit to then make people laugh at home. And it's like not conducive to that. It's like, it's so torturous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we are wrapping up because the time has, you know, we had a little nice window there and we got to know you both quite lovely. It was great. But to end things, we're talking about pizza orders. What is the most ideal pizza that you can have? I want thickness or thinness and the toppings. Oh, yeah, you do, Mod. Yeah. thinness. You know, lately uh, there's this place in New York. Oh, now, I mean, it's kind of a trend, but uh, Roberta's and also Barbancino's do this pizza where it's like a thin crust. Um, and they also have, uh, it's like, pepper no soprasada but then also that like spicy honey on it mm. and, and i i don't know i wouldn't say i dream of it every night but it's like monday wednesday friday okay all right yeah that calabrian chili honey i mean i'm pretty boring when it comes to pizzas and pizza toppings but uh a week from monday i'm gonna be back i'm gonna be visiting my family in missouri and i'm gonna go to a place called shakespeare's pizza in columbia missouri get a pepperoni pizza and I mean, I like New York pizza, and New York is deservedly proud of its best pizza, but my favorite pizza is this one place in Columbia, Missouri, Shakespeare's Pizza. If you've been there, it's not like any pizza I've ever had anywhere else. Ooh, I love it, I love nice. it. Um, while we wrap things up, Connor, where can people find your podcast, find you online? Uh, at Connor Ratliff on Twitter, and if you look up Dead Eyes Podcast, uh, it should bring it up. Love it. And it's so good. Start from the beginning and just listen through. Also, quick shout out this past episode, 
I also audibly gasped out loud because you guys talked about very briefly another friend of the show, Isaiah Mustafa. So randomly. And I was like, Isaiah, and I text, I immediately sent him the podcast and was like, dude, you come up like 10 to 15 minutes in. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, just wow. That's hilarious. I I did have a weird, because this most recent episode is about specifically about how I was almost Colonel Sanders a few years back. (laughs) And I didn't realize until I, I was like, I came very, very close. And as I was walking out of the final audition, I heard a person in the room say, does anyone know what Daryl Hammond is doing? I was just like, as the oh, door was closing, no, it was like the end of the, no. it's like the door closing at the end of the Godfather. I was just like me looking at being like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, I was top five for the Colonel. And a few years later, I did a bit of branded content on the Chris Gethard show where I was the Colonel. And I just realized today that that episode of the Chris Gethard show where I do branded content as Colonel Sanders is on HBO Max, the same platform, just a few clicks away from Band of Brothers. So, oh yes, getting, I'm getting closer. Like things are starting to uh, uh, complete themselves in different ways. Oh, you are uh, the nice. Jonathan, where can people find you online? Uh, just at JFan Prime. Um, mostly Instagram. I I thought about TikTok recently, but I like not being a part of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can get big real quick, good, though. Good awesome. Yeah. Well, Jonathan. Thank you, as always, for coming on. We we do believe that you're the guest who's been on this show the yep. most. And we, really? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And Connor, it's an absolute pleasure to like actually talk to you face to face. At some point, I don't know why this didn't occur to me before, but at some point, I will have to tell you about the the one time I crossed paths with Tom Hanks. Also <laughs> coincided with quite literally the worst night of my professional life. So, wow. We'll talk. We'll talk. Well, you're gonna have to Let's you, talk. You, I want to hear. Yeah. Have sure. All right. Well, lovely to have you both. Uh, Thank we're you. Continue consuming pizza. I'm already getting a little bit buzzed. Hopefully, Jonathan will see you next year, if not sooner. Uh, take care, both of you, just like awesome. that. We've got our next guest. So <laughs> How are we doing on donations, real quick? We will. Tom, are you taking shots? Yeah, why? You're shooting. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what the shot glass is for, yes. Because you fortify, so if people donate fortify, oh, you're making... Not doing full shots. Not when they fortify. No, I'm not. I'm not I mean, I'm in, I drink a lot, but I'm not that. Good. Well, maybe I am, but you don't. All righty. So here we have the, um, this is for Extra Life, 420. Hey. Oh, hey. hey. Yeah. Uh, while we've got this, Todd's got, um, got a drink ready to come Todd. in. Todd. But Vaden's donated 25. Russ says, happy holidays, everyone. Miss the podcast, but love that you guys get back together for a mini drunks mess. Pineapple rocks, and you should really try Detroit style if you haven't. Fortify. Uh, Jorge, $30. Chris, $20, says Fortify. Good Lord, here we go. Oh, my gosh. All right. Mm-hmm. Ken Storm donates $50, saying thanks for supporting um, organizations like this, Fortify. We'll put a pin in that, Fortify. <laughs> put a pin in that, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to that Fortify. We'll do Ken's. I will randomly put it up in the show when Ken's $50 Fortify is coming up. All right. And let's just real quick reiterate, if you make a donation of $20 or more, forward your donation to the half hour, happy hour fans at gmail.com account. And I will slowly but surely get you your $20 code for Pizza Hut. Uh, Matthew, thanks for the $10. Anonymous, thanks for the $20. Tim, artist Tim, who gave us Fortify before. 
thank you so much for the $20 donation. Brian, Brian. thanks for $25. Alberto, thanks for $20. Brian, thanks for $25. Marv, thanks for $20. Salarac, <laughs> he killed me a lot in Halo recently. Thanks for the $20. <laughs> Stephen Simons, thanks for the $20. Says two days of more drinking streams back to back. It's a Christmas present in itself. I hope you avoid the hangover again, Maud. I'm rock solid. KP Dubs, $20. Thank you so much. The Potato Pope, thanks for $20. Uh, $25. Yeah, Mike K, thanks for $20. Matt E, thanks for $25. Saying, let's get this party started. Fortify. Okay. And that was a minute before we went live and then next break i'll go through the black girls code donations that's awesome guys thank you so much yeah, we are everybody. absolutely getting these donations happening in fact oh my gosh cheryl has dropped a triple ditch Did, oh cheryl, cheryl cheryl's my best friend from space camp y'all she donates oh, amazing. She food every year for drunk smiths and she literally texted me earlier today asking where she could send food and i was like please don't send food <laughs> yes. And I was like, please just donate. And then she texted me at the beginning of the show. I'm going to call her out. Cheryl, I love you. But she texted me being like, I'm old. I don't understand how discourse works. How can I donate? So I just copied and pasted the links to her in a text so she should, could donate. Cheryl, love you so much. Also, got to do a shout out to your husband, Matt, because apparently he gets very offended that I only ever thank Cheryl. So also shout out to your husband, too. <laughs> Uh, and now it's time for our next guest. Uh, Allison, do you want to introduce again? Oh, Friends yes. I would love to. Um, next guest, yes, has been on many. many. What? The last Sorry? drunk test that we did in studio was the first time I got, really got to hang out with Todd and we became friends from that. So wow, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we have on another, you know, super friend of the show, Todd Stashwick, who, you know, from Yay. so much stuff, you know, 12 Monkeys, one of my favorite shows. Yes, Rocksteady um, Stashwick. You've right. probably from the nerd the cave itself. And what? Coming from the nerd cave itself. Oh my god! So it is, is a lair. It is a nerd lair. This is Todd's garage that he turned into just the coolest nerd hangout ever, and it is where I very thankfully get to play Dungeons and Dragons once a Part month. Of it. Because I am now in an ongoing game for the first time in my life that Todd DMs, and it's the best. Stop the DMs. <laughs> I love it, Todd. Do you have? I know recently you you were you were liking the uh, some posts about the new uh, proton pack they were trying to build the fan build, right? Do you have your own other kind of proton pack in there? I just got one like for Halloween this year. It's pretty awesome, but well, it's not that. Well, I I don't know if you can see it. So a couple things. Oh yeah, there's your proton so, pack and the so that so that that uh, proton pack. My father. Made for my son when he was uh, he was uh, stance for Halloween, awesome. and then down there is the Hasbro proton pack Fire next out. to the Lego uh, yeah. firehouse, and then Yuri Lowenthal gave me this amazing Venkman print because Venkman's yeah, my wow. boy. So, in answer to your question, Tom, uh, like three versions, <laughs> yeah, and then I've I've already like jumped in on the. The Hasbro, the actual big cool. one that they're making, yeah. Yeah, I still have all I the have toys. an illness. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> I still have all the toys from the '80s in their original packages. The 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 firehouse, the four main oh, wow. Ghostbusters, and the uh, the cards. The back of the. Did house. you acquire them in the '80s and not open them? No, I got them all for Christmas in the '80s and opened them, and then sold them at a garage sale when I got too cool for Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then maybe like 20 years ago, my dad found them all at like a, a, a you know. A, some kind of sale. That's and amazing. Got them all packaged, so they're back at the house. Next time you I drop like by, that. ask Jen; she'll show them to you. She'll that I will do. You. So, Todd, you're <laughs> such a you wonderful. You'll gift them? She'll, she'll probably give them to you if you go see Jen at the house. They're still there in the closet. <laughs> 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 Take them. Uh, 
Todd, I was going to say, you're such a wonderful champion of Dungeons and Dragons. You've yes. been playing it for decades. You're so good at it. You are so generous when you put on these games as well. But you've actually been incredibly busy expanding your repertoire in terms of what Dungeons and Dragons means to you. With your nerd lair, you also have a bar and you have made a specialized D&D nerd cocktail book. You'd think I'd have one at the ready. Released. Yeah, I was like, where's your mystic libations copy, my it's friend? In the other, it's in the other room. Oh, because you are talking to a very, very nerdy fan base right now, and this is your prime demographic. Did you well, want to chat about your book? I sure would. Uh, I uh, So during uh, during the, 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 the kind of the chunkiest part of the lockdown, um, I... 12 Monkeys opened up a, a wonderful door for me with a, there was a gentleman by the name of, he goes by Trader Brandon. He's a former Imagineer. He uh, lives in Florida and still works on theme parks and things like that. And he was kind of new. Uh, yes, I did. Yes. Um, I'm reading the comment. Um, so, uh, so Trader Brandon, uh, he was the art director for Trader Sam's. Oh, yeah. So he is a massive tiki aficionado. And he, uh, his wife uh, is a huge 12 Monkeys fan, and he himself was a fan of the show. And So he does, like, Instagram lives. So he's like, hey, come on over, Todd, would you be willing? Because I see you, poke tiki, you post tiki stuff as well. And I said, absolutely. And so we talked. We became fast friends uh, from this one Instagram live. I collect people, um, and uh, and uh, it turns out he had never played D anD D. Now he plays Fireball Island, and he does a lot of like tabletop, but he never played D anD D. He's like, yeah, that was a nerd blind spot for me, and I'm like, well, you've come to the right person because everybody's <laughs> playing on Zoom now. So we started playing on Zoom, and um, he uh, so we started like, you know, we should make up a drink for this week's game so that kind of have a collective experience. What you can tell, I just said this over and over at LA comic con last weekend. Um, <laughs> so that everybody has a collective experience on zoom, no matter where they were sitting in what part of the country, we were all sipping the same beverage. So, uh, it kind of caught on and, and, uh, and some of you may have experienced that very thing when we were playing D and D together on zoom, where I'm like, Oh, I would email you a, a, a drink that, that uh, Brandon and I created, and we're like, I think we are onto something here because it turns out D and D people like to drink. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so Who's we kickstarted it. I know. Imagine that nerds sitting on a drink. table with nerds, right? They also hate sex. They don't like. <laughs> <either of> those <laughs> um, and so, uh, have you ever been to Dragon Con? Clearly not. Um, <laughs> Uh, that it's, I'm not, now it's getting warm in here because my, my wife put a heater on. I had to come out with like the hat and the sweater and then my wife put a heater right next to me and so now I'm roasting. Um, so then uh, we kick-started the uh, book because we were like, you know what, we can come up with over 100 recipes and then I'll write a bunch of like narrative and we'll we'll do a, an adventure and we'll do like, we'll make it a D&D &D book and a tiki cocktail book at the same time and we funded in a day and then we went on to Jeez. to 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 make some a good amount enough for that we pre-sold a thousand copies wow. and uh and then we printed up a, a whole bunch that now i sell on my nerd site <coughs> which <that>? is <coughs> which is the nerd circus.com so 
sort where of... I sell all sorts of nerdy stuff. Dice and Mai Tai glasses and T-shirts that have to do with nerdy shows that I've been on and whatnot. How many recipes in that book of drinks? Because you could do like what, like a whole show, each drink uh, show, right? You, get... you, you actually, you probably could. Um, there it is. <laughs> um, the uh, how many? You know what? I will. Uh, I'll donate a book. Somebody donates uh, fifty bucks. I'll give them a book. Nice. And I'll sign it. So the awesome. first I'm just going to say this to make this clear. The first $50 donation email that I get in after 7.23 p.m., I will forward to Todd, and that's who will get the book. I'm on it. Yes. And nice. I will oh. sign it, and, and you'll get swizzle sticks and all that. Uh, there's over, I want to say there's close to 120 oh my gosh. recipes, wow. and there's non-alcoholic. There's... There's tequila and and uh, rum and tequila, which is like the tropical section. Then there's the gin and vodka, which are the more icy section. And then there's the um, the the bourbon whiskey and scotch section, which is like our urban yeah. adventure. And then it all culminates into a one shot that actually incorporates the drinks. That's uh, awesome, man! That's so cool. Very cool. That's yeah, fun. Let's. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, dude. Honestly, playing D and D at at your place was the, one of the best D and D experiences ever. Cause it's just so like special. Cause it's like that room is so filled with love. First off, do you have a dragon in there now? I saw a dragon head somewhere, and I was like, talk about, talk about a dragon head." Uh, oh my can god! Can you see it? Oh, oh, there's too much Christ. light. Oh, there's it, too much right light. There. It's there. It's you can see it. it. I can kind of see it. Actually, it kind of looks like the dog from uh, from Ghostbusters right now. If, when it's it breathes fire and uh, and it lights so up. Great. It's yeah, so it's, great, I'm, man. It's, I'm eight. Um, <laughs> we all yeah, are. You know what yeah. it was is I've been collecting stuff since I was a kid, and and we've I've always had a an array of toys, and then we just don't park our car in the garage, mm. and we have actual animals that won't leave you alone if you're gaming inside, because there's food, and I have an English bulldog, so he's just like, mm. and uh-huh. um, so we just was like, let's turn this room into the '80s basement of our dreams. I have so like, cool. I have like arcade machines yeah. and it's just and then it was like i i do like to uh i like to play the D yeah. and uh, i'm making up for lost time because mod i started playing at uh 10 or 11 and then i quit because of the satanic panic oh yeah the 80s with the at 13 <laughs> movie right I was a scared little boy who was like, oh, these are the gateway to the devil. And I gave them all away. And then I came back to the game because of David Nett. After he was training me for 12 Monkeys and he was a DM. And I'm like, please, please. And so I've been doing the same oh, and going that, that he DMs is, for, for four years. Hmm? Is that because you sold your soul to get into the business and then the satanic panic didn't matter? Because yeah. you, yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. such sense. Yeah, exactly. The timeline tracks. It does. It does. So like 2015 rolled around and I, I put it on Facebook. I'm like, I want to play D&D again because I had heard Abraham Ben Ruby was like talking about playing d I was at an audition and he was there. He's like, oh, I'm, I was up late playing D&D. And this is like oh, a yeah. decade ago. And I'm like, yeah. you were doing what? <laughs> and, and he started talking about it. So I went on eBay and bought all my old books back, kind of like Tom with his Ghostbusters <laughs> figures. Oh, Only I'm not giving these away. I think Ben might give them away. I'm not giving them away. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that the old '80s. There was that panic back in the '80s about D and D, right? Because there was a Tom Hanks TV movie, right? Where Which was sort of based on a. 
based on a real yeah. life event that this guy went missing. Mm -hmm. I guess he had like a psychological fugue and he also happened to play D and D. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. there was this like, well, it was probably the D and D that made him snap. Yeah. Um, and I remember that he, though, yeah. he just left town. Uh, but then that spawned a book, which then spawned like the eighties. Yeah. They wanted to blame everything on like rock and roll, and oh, yeah. and oh. now it's video games. It's like yeah. anything that's fun, they go. That's the gateway to sin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Allison, do we have someone send in their fifty dollar receipt because the potato oh. probe is now? Wait, wait, wait. But Ken Storms has already donated fifty dollars. I know. Has donated fifty, and Brad's donated. Boom! I got. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I got a couple donations, but they were not $50 donations. I just got our first $50 one after 723. And guess what? Trumple. It is our good friend, Dougie. Dougie! Dougie. Potato Pony. knew what he was doing. I, I should also do another shout out to Dougie because Dougie not only was our first donation, but he also do donated to both charities and yeah. told oh. me to give the code for the second one to someone else since he already got his pizza code from the first one. So now he's getting a book. Yeah, Dougie, that's you're, our Doug. You're a, you're a VIP viewer today. Let's put I'll it that way. That. Gold standard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Todd, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forward this email to you. Oh yeah, and we're fortifying. Mm -hmm. Well done, how exciting. Yeah. Um, also real quick, someone else asked me a question if these codes have an expiration date. The honest answer is I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing it's December. We're all getting off work. If you're going to order a pizza, this yeah. is the month to do it. I mean, I'd use, I'd use it within the next year. I'm sure it's good for a year, but I truly don't know. I could, if for some reason I find out from Pizza Hut that that is democracy not won't be standing in a year, so all, yeah. all, order it yeah, now. Yeah, use it now. Yeah, use it get now. that you, pizza. You can't barter for it later. Yeah, it'll it'll be currency <laughs> yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the end yeah. days. <laughs> Because actually, Pizza Hut will be the one thing that's still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. From the uh, great pizza wars of uh, 2022. Right. <laughs> we have raised $515 for Extra Life. We've yeah. raised $665 for Black Girls Code. We're trying Jeez, to get $1,000 for each. We're doing so, so good. Match that. I know. I'm so stoked. But we are, if you're giving, then you're also getting. If you donate $20 or more, uh, we will be sending you a Pizza Hut code which will give you $20 off your next order. So it's kind of giving money to get pizza, which is kind of cool as well. Giving and getting over here. And then well, Potato Pope got a book. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Hiding Todd. You said you were going to sign that or am I putting I'll sign it. There you go. All right. I just forwarded you the email. How was LA, uh, uh, LA Comic Con? Yeah, how was that? that yeah, I had a good time. It was fun to be back on a con floor. And, yeah. you know, it was like old times because when I first did a con, when I actually met you, Alex, it yeah. was I was working a booth with Dennis Calero for Devil Inside. Yeah. Of which there's some copies for sale on thenerdcircus.com. Oh, um, comes all the way back. And so, but then after I hadn't done that for a while, because then I was going for 12 Monkeys and then con stopped. Yeah. So it, uh, it was nice to be, and then Collector's Paradise and Comic Bug did a whole thing called uh, Creator's Court this year. So it was right mm -hmm. next to Artist Alley, uh, cool. where they just offered me a table and I sold some Nerd Circus stuff. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, I haven't been to a con in so long, man. And now my daughter actually makes costumes with her like sewing machine, and oh, she cool. cosplays. Oh, cool. Your yeah, daughter's so clever, though. 
it's it's Clever the deep cuts are crazy. <laughs> uh, Todd, you've been acting for many, 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 many years. Mm. We've been talking earlier about the one bit of feedback or a comment that you read or anything about you that someone said that has just unraveled you or stuck with you. I know that the one that kind of was like, I get a lot of shit online, but one of them, because like, you know, my family is in another country. I got, I hope you die of cancer and your family doesn't miss you. And the oh. cancer part, I was fine. I was like, yeah, life happened. But that your family doesn't miss you. I was like, that's, that's where you that's, got me. That's oh cold. That's cold. Well, there's, well, there's two that pop to mind immediately that I'll be discussing with my therapist again tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> um, First was uh, in college, I was um, I was having a bad time doing a production of, of, of Merry Wives of Windsor, and the AD comes downstairs, the assistant director, uh, at intermission. She goes, Todd Stashwick, what are you doing on that stage? That is bad high school acting, and I'm only down here because the, uh, because the, uh, the, um, the director can't face you himself. Oh my God. Wow. I was 18. Oh. Wow. What is wrong with people? Has, wow. has any job that you've gotten or like, you know, that you didn't get that you thought you were going to get or you were super close to, has anything compared to that? Or did that actually set you up as the most brutal deep cut that you love? I, I also remember when I was seven doing a Christmas pageant uh, <laughs> and we had like, it was like Christmas around the world and I I was Mexico because my dad had a sombrero. And so uh, I remember holding up, because uh, that's what qualifies. Um, and so I remember holding up the map of Mexico and then at the end everybody was clapping and so I tucked the, uh, I tucked the map underneath my armpits and I started clapping myself and I look down and Mrs. Cougar, her name, real name, she her goes, name. Todd Stashwick, get off that stage. <laughs> so I showed her. And then uh, and then the one that's akin to what you just uh, said, Maude, uh, I remember back when IMDB had comments before... Mm the onslaught of every other place that has comments before yeah. Twitter. Somebody wrote in The Riches, uh, I was on a show called The Riches on FX, and somebody wrote in the comments, they should fire him because he's ugly. Oh, wow. I, so so that tracks that was Eddie, mine, by the way. So mine, I've, I've been thinking about this, but mine is when I first started on G4, someone wrote in the um, message boards that they didn't know why they hired me because I was, quote, barely TV pretty. And I was like, Amazing. oh, there's something about the qualification that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> barely. But you were TV pretty, so you can at least walk away going. Yeah, you were just on the edge. But barely. Barely. I eked in under the wire. I've been to those websites, Barely TV Pretty. <laughs> yeah. They're on the I mean, dark I, web, though. I, I, I will say I had um, I had a I've, I've told this story a couple times, uh, probably on this show, but. My first email I ever received when I got my gig uh, hosting Attack the Show, um, I was or well, it was the screensavers at the time, but I literally took over. And the first email I got I was like, day, first day at the office, I got like a cubicle, a computer. I was like, yeah. And the first email, literally, the subject just says, Alex Albrecht should fucking die. And I was oh like, huh. <laughs> it was great because I had done literally nothing. I mean, I'd done like a, a series of Dell commercials. You know what I mean? Like, there was no way 
And I, and I was like, oh, none of this has to do with me. Um, but I will well, maybe, say, it maybe had to do with me. Well, maybe know. it was a, a scientific hypothesis wondering oh. if you might not. There was a question mark because he because he he should <laughs> die like all of us. But will he? But will he? We don't know. <laughs> there was an ellipsis. <laughs> There's a, yeah dot dot dot. Yeah. Uh, uh, so but but the one that sticks out in my mind that really kind of chapped my ass and got me kind of fired up is it was a live. I mean it, you know it became Attack of the Show right mm -hmm. hour long live television show and they had just moved to L A and they decided to have a live studio audience right which I, I loved coming from improv. I was like, yeah, audience, let's do it. It was all staunch old, like Leo Laporte, Patrick Norton fans. So it was like super ham radio guys, you know what I mean? Like it was just not the Attack of the Show audience. Uh, and they decided that they were gonna have a warm-up person, but the warm-up person was just like a PA, like just somebody that was there, like clearly no ability to warm up a crowd. And on day three, I'm sitting there getting ready to go live, to do live television. And I'm like looking at the script, all this stuff. And I hear the lady go, so, uh, you know, what does everybody think of, of our new host, Alex? And I'm literally like tap, tap, tap my script. And this guy who's just like, who's probably like 65 grizzled, you know, beer belly. And he just goes, well, he needs to calm down, and once he calms down, he might be okay. <laughs> is this the first He's too time funny for us. This is the, a yeah. man <laughs> has been told to calm down. Right. I, I will well, tell let's you. Let's be this. honest. Mm -hmm. Alex would be the man to be told to calm down. Yeah, this is not. Yeah. But anyway, so I remember at the end of the show, because I, I mean, it fucking pissed me off. I was like, "What the fuck are you even asking? Why would you ask?" a person how is this guy doing right before he goes live I was like what and i remember going to the executive producer and i was like you gotta fucking get rid of that shit like what is she what how is that a thing that she asked and they were like, get it don't worry about it it'll never happen again i, oh, love, I love this comment yeah. alex needs to smile more. yeah you'd be a lot prettier <laughs> yeah. if you smiled alex <laughs> literally just remember well, he just needs to calm down getting a little oh, emotional man. is it that time yeah, oh, I know. It, yeah, I just, I just, just it incensed me. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I get yeah, it. It was fun. It was fun. Um, I want to do one more comment about the donations that are coming in because I'm realizing some people, which is wonderful, please do this, but some people are donating, donating to both and sending both things in and are asking if they get codes for both. Oh. I'm gonna say. Yes, we do have a limited number of codes, so I'm gonna wait to send the doubles out until after. The stream is done to make sure that everyone is getting at least one code. But if you have donated twice, I will try to get you a second code. Just wait on it if that would be okay. Thank you. By the way, I just love uh, uh, Mick Coogan just says, and that PA was Allison. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> the beginning of mine and Alex's beautiful relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I uh, love it. Um, uh, Maude, I think you have to ask Todd the pizza question. Yeah. Yes, I've been asking all of our guests because we, uh, thanks to Pizza Hut, who are matching $1,000 for donations for two charities, so up to 2,000 bucks, and also sent us a triple pack, which means two pizzas and uh, breadsticks and Cinnabon buns. Cinnabon buns. buns. Uh, You're lying. Oh, you do. We are dude, just- Dude, we got all the so pizzas. That can't be happening. Yeah. I've eaten that much already. 
but we're asking out of all the ways that you can order a pizza, and we've had pizza together, so I kind of know your choice, but thin slice, thick slice, New York slice, Chicago slice, what? how do you have it and oh. what do you put on it? I always, I always, yeah, I can't not be where I'm from, and I'm a Chicago boy, so... Uh, I always uh, look forward to my trips back home so I can get me some Chicago deep dish and, and or stuffed pizza. Uh, it's mm. what I grew up with. I know New Yorkers go, that's not a pizza, that's a casserole. I've heard all the jokes and they <laughs> are hilarious. They're so funny. Being where you're born and eating the thing that you grew up with somehow is inferior. Right. Yet... Uh, I can't not love it. Mm, I can't yeah. not love it. And how do I get it? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a veggie guy, so I like it with the uh, thank you. Uh, I'm a veggie guy, so I like it with uh, with the spinach and the onions and the mushrooms. But I like it with the top crust and the sauce over it. Mm. No pineapple. And it's this thick. I do like uh, I do like pineapple on my pizza. Yes. I think we ordered pineapple on the pizza when you were here. Yeah, because I requested it. And I said, mm -hmm. I was like, uh, could I get some pineapple? And I jumped on board yeah. with that because I'll have with the green peppers. Come on. Yeah, divine. Uh, thank but you yeah. so much, though, for stopping on by for this for year's raise money. One last plug thenerdcircus.com. Not only can you buy Todd's a fantastic book which is all about a plethora of cocktails based on Dungeons mm. and Dragons. Yep. And Which I can confirm because I, we have one every time we do this monthly D&D yep. &D game at Todd's and he like picks a new drink to be the theme for the night. So I've had many of them by this point and they are all so good. So the guy that created all our recipes, Roy Hansel, is a uh, bartender currently at, uh, at Trader Sam's at Disney. Oh, so wow. they're, they're all legit, yeah. Uh, well, we've got to do a little bit of a top up as well for that one. I tell you what, though, uh, D and D and booze does go hand in hand. The perfect combination. So if you play D and D and you love it, get yourself that book. Head over to the website. Todd, I'm so glad you dropped by. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah. to play some more D and D whenever you'll have me. I'm very, very good at it. It was fun. Thank you. That was <laughs> experience. I have to play with Tom. Tom's the only one in this roster well, that I haven't played with. Go to do it, Tom. Let's just play. Let's just play Ghostbusters. I got my suit backpack. Let's I did. I did a. I did a Ghostbusters themed game when Brandon oh, was in town. <laughs> oh, cool. It was a D and D fun. game, but it was yeah. Ghostbusters. Cool, love it. They had to buzz ghosts. It was Sweet, fun, man. Yeah. Right, I'm down. Well, we've right, got our next friends. guest Merry on standby as well. We'll do a yeah. check in for charity. But Todd, have a great rest of the night. We'll chat yeah, soon. Thank you bud. so much, Todd. So let's have a little quick check over. We're going to do Black Girls Code. Uh, keep in mind, those that have donated a little bit high or that we didn't get to fortify, I've got a banner ready to go. So if it pops up, we will have to fortify when you see it. Um, in saying that, though. We should I get more booze. Yeah, Maud, can, go can you handle this while Alex and I do a refill? Can I go to the bathroom? Oh, you, Maud. Oh, you are too? Great. It's the Maud show now. I have, I'm empty as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We are putting booze back and it's uh, been an absolute pleasure doing so. I'm going to quickly set up a share so that we can talk through our Black uh, Girl Code donations that's happening. Already 665 that has been donated out of the 1,000 goals. So let's talk through some of these. As we mentioned, uh, Alison's Space Camp bestie, Cheryl, 
has donated $100 in honor of Cottontail with some bunny rabbit emotes. Why? See, this is what you got to do. You got to have the drink right here, ready to go. Is it going to be cold? No, but am I dedicated? Yes. Matthew Palmer, thanks for the 10 bucks. Anonymous dropping another $20 over here. Thank you. Tim, artist Tim, uh, donating on both as well as a super chat saying on behalf of the half hour, happy hour family, always appreciate you. Brad Katie. Hello, $60 and some amazing jokes throughout the course of this evening. Just continuing to be a patron of science. Loving that one. Thank you, Brad. That donation, $60, truly is appreciated. Uh, Daniel underscore P, $25, happy drunksmiths. Alberto for $20 saying coded up. Topher Vice with $20. Chris Jacobson with $20. Scott Max with $20 as well. Potato Pope. Got a new book coming your way, my man. $25 there saying half hour happy hour says hi. Fortify. 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 We're all here. We're all here. Mod, thanks for holding down the Yeah. Floor. Sorry, Mod. Moving on, room. Alex. That's all good. Maybe you need getting a toilet trip in there, a bio break. Moving on. Uh, $20 from Marb underscore 04. Josh TC, thanks for the $20 as well. Saying. <laughs> I was not even here to receive the compliment. You can we'll tell the chat. Wait, I'm sorry. I just saw I just saw Cheryl's comment donated in honor of Cottontail. Can you explain that one? Yeah. So when Cheryl and I were in space camp together, it was uh, me, her, and our friend Bianca. We were like a threesome, and we. Long story short, we ended up calling ourselves the like three murderous bunnies for some reason, and <laughs> we named ourselves Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, and I was Cottontail. Cute. That was, that was my space camp nickname. Oh, that's really, really cute. Uh, when when Alex is back, we'll say that Josh says, love you, Alex, a former Dignation fan. Um, we got Brian G with the $25 donation saying Merry Drunksmas 2021. KP Dubs bringing the subs with $20. And Vaden with $20 saying Mod Squad. Nice, nice. So appreciate all of Thank those. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that's... Pages and pages. Oh, Seb. <gasps> Seb. Oh, my God. What? Jablink, uh, Isaac has said $20 fortify, so we all need to drink for that one. Let me just pour myself another drink. Thanks, man. Look at that. But Seb, not wanting to be outdone by the Cottontail crew, is donating $101, and one cent. Saying fortify. Mm-hmm. Now it's the right stream. Loving that one. Alex, did you just see that? Yeah. $100. $100 of donations and Seb said fortify. So you know what we got to do with that one. Oh, That's a big yeah. drink. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see it here. I don't think I saw what? this page. Jablink, $20. Potato Pope, another $20. Tim, $20. Jorge, 30 I think I did read this out. Adam Tulos, hello. Thank you for the 20 Um, Anonymous said fortify. Christ. Okay. And then. Christ. Mm-hmm. Did you see who donated under that one? Podcat. Yeo Podcat. Podcast. Oh, says fortify with an evil little devil yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Evil little and devil. Darren with fifty dollars. So thank you Ooh. so much to all these donations coming in. Uh, so just great. to recap, yeah. seven hundred and sixty-five dollars and one cent for Black Girls Code, and yes. we've got wow. five hundred and fifteen for Extra Life, which is going oh to gosh. the Children's Hospital of LA. So, so we're great. trying to get a thousand each. <clears throat> We're technically past the halfway mark of the stream as well. Mm. So we'll try our best. The fortifies, I'm glad they should be worth double where were this shit faced because 
They're starting to hurt, my loves. Uh, <laughs> quarters of a pizza, but it's going to happen. I just see. Oh my gosh, sorry. I just saw uh, in the comments, Seb said it was supposed to be 101, not 100. It was supposed to be $100 in one set. It was supposed to be $100. <laughs> oh, we got $100 in one set. Well, that's petty, Seb. <laughs> that's, that's, I just, it just, it just reminds me. I mean, we, you know, we kind of got on this like uh, doing streams to raise money for charity when I did the thing for LLS back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had encouraged all our listeners to donate 30 ish dollars. Yeah. Uh, so, so hold on. I feel like I'm echoing. I feel like so many, so, so many people started donating like $32 and 33 cents. Cause it was the length of the most recent podcast or something like that. And the, the, um, the, the charity organizers contacted me and they were like, why are you getting so many donations for these weird amounts? Like who donates? <laughs> you know? I was like, I it's our podcast listeners. They're the best. Yeah. Uh, we've got our next guest. She's been patiently waiting in the green room this entire time. She says she's poured herself a white wine and she is ready to rumble. So uh, Allison, you've been doing all the intros. So I'm going to palm it off back to you. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Well, she's another longtime friend of the show. I think she's, I still have this echo, don't I? What is this? Is this any better? I didn't oh, change it. Yeah. If we need to buy a second. Here, okay. says, how many shots do I need to catch no, up? Five, five, maybe, five, five total. Five. Maybe, maybe, give or take six. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I think she's worked with almost every single one of us at some point in time she's uh, a, a wonderful woman who's who's hugely involved in the nerdy world it is our very good friend michelle morrow Yay, <laughs> casually has got the nintendo switch out love that yeah, i'm full gamer guys full gamer girl i've got my switch i've got popcorn i've got white wine you are yeah. you are yeah. sweatshirt yeah i came ready i will red the oh, that's a cool sweatshirt. Yeah, is no, that like is Donkey it? Kong, oh. but with uh, the Tauntaun? Uh, that's an right. old, like, uh, Jinx one from... Oh. Yeah. I remember Jinx. Remember oh, Jinx? Nice. They're back in the Andrew's day. saying, hello, oh, beautiful Michelle. How many Ooh. Jinx shirts hey. do you guys have? Like, you've got to have a lot of Jinx shirts. Everyone does, right? Yeah. I have a poop ton because Jinx did all of our merch for all of my shows. Oh. Alex, so did have... you say poop ton? He's yes, a poop. He's, he's, uh, it's metric. You might not know it. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Left swearing. This podcast is rated G. metric system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a metric poop ton. Uh, no, but I have a poop ton because I have like control chicken shirts. I have totally rad, all the totally rad show shirts, all the dignation shirt, like every shirt for every show that I've done. Cause they, cause we knew the Jinx guys because they did the stuff for screensavers back before oh, we yeah. attack the show. Yeah. That's crazy. Michelle, did I, did I run into you recently at, on Halloween, was that you? Mm. No, oh. so- Tom. I love that you were like, "Did I?" As well as she's our guest, like that was brave, and I commend you for it. What? Uh, I didn't hear that. Uh, but I went over to I went over to, to to the house right to see my ex wife, and there were a bunch of people there, and like I'm like I had to introduce myself, and they're like, "Tom, we've met, we've met." And I swear it was like some podcast guest from the show. I guess it wasn't Michelle. It was not me. Uh, phew, but- thank God. Yeah. Oh my God. So whatever, whatever Jen had, you weren't invited was. to it. So. I do now want to know who it was. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Just it was somebody from the show. I can't remember. Anyway, I'm uh, glad. Go on. I'm taking, I'm taking liberty to kind of start. We did this last year. We were starting to out ourselves with how drunk we were out of 10. Uh, the mm-hmm. wine's kind of hitting me hard. I said six out of 10, but 
Brad's asking me to sort of use proper reduced ratios, fractions, wow. fractions. Fuck, I'm a six Three out fifths. of ten, everyone. <laughs> you want to do the same? Go for I, it. I will say that I'm I'm a little bit good because I've had the pizza from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Which gave me a base. And I've been drinking, even though this is my fourth beer, I've been drinking beer, which yeah. to me, if this was Jack Daniels, I'd be out. Or even wine, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm probably a three out of ten like uh, Ali. I'm with Allison, too. Yeah, three out of ten. I ate six slices of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm drinking wine. Usually, you if are. I do spirits, I'm it's fine. The wine. It's the wine. I just keep refilling this wonderful Pizza Hut cup with White Claw. Yeah, but White Claw is twelve percent. Allison is three of ten drunk, but Maude is three of five drunk. No. So yeah. twelve percent. You're pushing five percent. I'm doing fourteen percent. I'm, so I'm just gonna open the door for my dog. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's, what's that a euphemism for? I gotta go open the door. Good call, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Every three drinks you have is one of mine, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. See, mod is double. It's double what you are. She's three five. It's, it's all good. It's all wow. good. Uh, Michelle, this has been a very crazy time. Uh, you and I have spoken at length about sort of the difference between working in 2019 and then 2020, mm. and now 2021. But how have you found it all? What are, uh, you've been working on some really, really cool sort of I want to say delinear kind of things where it's it's expanding on what we do which is just sort of like hosting and content development those sorts of things but you have a hobby that you're really investing in is this a time to kind of chat about your hobby that you love because i'm this is what we spent the majority of this year talking about are you talking about our, our love for journaling yes <laughs> i well okay during the pandemic you know there's like not a lot going on and we're just kind of chilling and sitting here so I just started reading about the moon a lot and like the different moon phases that happen. And I, I just was like, you know, I would always like set intentions on the new moon and then, you know, you celebrate on the full moon. So I made my own little journal planner thing where I would, where I would schedule things around the moon phases just for fun. It basically goes with the regular month anyway. Like the new moon is usually at the beginning of the month and the full moon is usually in the middle. So you've kind of got this like project tracking thing where like you start a project and then you grow a project and you assess the project and then it gets the full moon and then you harvest the project and celebrate it. Um, and I kind of, I think what I was yearning is, um, you know, we're so used to working and um, having like, production set out and, and goals to, to hit and set. And for me, um, it just sort of allowed me to like, kind of just have smaller cycles to try to just do other tasks around my house and just try to honestly just live a little bit more in touch with nature and feel like, you know, you are appreciating the world you live in. So I wrote this for myself and then I was like, well, I could learn how to publish a book and make one. So I made one and I'm- Oh my God, congrats. I am like on the editing phase that like I, I need to like, I should have uploaded it a week ago, but I, I ended up like changing a bunch of shit and uh, stuff. And- um, Poop as Alex would say. Oh yeah, fuck that shit. We don't- we need Fuck to that shit. You said you had a bunch of poo or something. <laughs> yeah. A metric poop ton is actually a- <laughs> It's a shitty metric. I feel like I've never seen poop ton before, though. <laughs> okay, I say it all the time, especially when I like things, a poop ton. 
so anyway, I, I would ask Maud because Maud also loves journaling and planners and stuff. And we would both kind of geek out about the process of like, you know, do you like a, a weekly page versus a daily page? Just stupid stuff so like that. Cool. And so I made one and um, I don't know, I'm going to sell it on like Amazon. You should be able to buy it in like a week or something. I, I'm going to put it out. It? Yeah, I have to do it before the beginning of the year. Like, What's, to, it, like, call? What's it called? You guys, the first one is probably not going to be the greatest, but who knows? Maybe it will. I'm such a good salesperson for my product. Do you have a title? Like, I want to know, is it called like, <laughs> or have you not come up with the title? I, I've just been calling it the moon planner. But, but that's a great name. Yeah. You can get that's it a great name. Look, I figured if it like sold somewhere and someone saw it, they're like, oh, a moon planner. Like, you know, you kind of go, yeah. oh, what is this? Like, you know, I don't know. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's just an yeah, art project. It's just something where I I learned about self-publishing and I learned yeah. how to use Adobe InDesign and um, just just want to do something fun, you know? Something else. Well, like, to have a hobby that, I mean, we as you know hosts in this space we are a brand and we essentially become a brand and it's really kind of hard to not pursue things outside of said brand because it can detract or we have to put so much investment into what we think we should be in that small little box and so when it's like you know when we're able to kind of do something that we do for us like the individual and that actually replenishes us and it's like sustenance that's so important because it's not it's not I was going to say it's not work. This is essentially kind of work in yeah, a way, but it's, it's so of, fulfilling. You're right. You're right. It's different. I used to, um, I used to sell artwork. I think a couple of you guys know that. I used to sell these, this collage series called Recycled Rock, where I would take your album cover collection, like back in the day for all of us old people, we would have like actual like CDs and stuff. And they would just sit in a case logic, like under people's beds, oh, yeah. and whatever. So I would take people's, uh, album covers and put them on a big collage and I would sell them. And I, I did pretty well. I like, I had one hanging at billboard magazine in New York and oh, one wow. Ryan Seacrest bought one and like the Dave Matthews band bought one. <laughs> like, it's a completely wow. random part of my life, but I, I really enjoyed it. Like that was, it was just fun. And um, there was no pressure from anybody and it was just kind of creative and everyone was happy. Um, so I wanted to sort of reconnect to, to doing that where it's kind of like part artwork and part something that was helping me get through the pandemic. Yeah. Love yeah. Michelle, you're like the coolest chick. <laughs> I just want you to know Stephen Summers says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we my husband. We let him know. We, Michelle, you are very much husband knows you're the coolest chick. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So Michelle, you're much- like all my hair ties right now because his hair is like down to here. Because he has dude, the most. The last time I saw him, his hair was so long. I was like, "Dude, what? 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 What's going on?" And now it sounds like he's just continued. Oh, okay. Sorry. And like, there all this audio like was together and then caught up and all separated all at one time. It was wild. Uh, Alex um, is hitting onto your husband. He's cracking onto him. Oh, okay. Yes. Totally. Fine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say you're very much known in the geek, uh, the geek and gaming space. You've not only voice video game characters, you've hosted the Blizz Awards for Blizzard Awards, Blizzard Con, Blizz Con, there it is. Blizzard Oops. Awards. <laughs> I love the Blizzard Awards. 
It's so funny. Okay, Mods is three fifth. Remember? remember? My mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just know it's like. And best blizzard of the year goes to. Yeah. February 2021. Okay, I, I've already said that I'm the most drunk out of everyone. So, no, all right. Um, but this is obviously the time to switch on the consoles and start gaming. I saw your twitch, uh, switch in your hand. Oh, yeah. What are you gaming at the moment? And what was your game of the year? And weigh in on the Game Awards and oh, if you oh, thought it was worthy. Those are, oh, wow. Okay, those are good questions. Um, well, I'm playing uh, Pokemon right now on my Switch. Um, As you should be. It's just Pokemon, you know, like it's the same game over and over and over. Like, but I'm okay. We're all okay with it, right? Like, we're all okay with Pokemon just having like different names, but it's pretty much the same, right? Like, it's the same game. But I love it. I love, you know, just going through it. So I've been playing that. And, um, you know, we were, we were really like top rating guild this year for World of Warcraft. Like, my guild, um, we were like top 4,000, which is a pretty big. Wow thing actually yeah like uh globally speaking um i'll drink to that yeah we like we pulled it together um it was the big sylvanas raid so i was really excited um to fight her um her her fight was cool it was very pretty um in the beginning of it and you know but her story has gotten so upsetting to me that i just can't i have to like put it in like alex knows i have to like put it in like a separate case like i can't even think about it because they've screwed her character up so much but just like the the just the teamwork rating gaming part of it um my team was awesome this year we had a great time and i'm taking time off right now just because it's a lot to like raid twice a week and to lead a raid twice a week and to like be in charge of your discord and do like I, it's a lot oh, yeah. so, that's a lot. Um, so I'm just taking a little break right now, but um, I'm sure I'll play again. What I really want to watch, I want to get um, watch the uh, do the Radiohead experience thing that came out on like PC and oh Alex Whoa, and, and PS5. Oh, Epic Games put it out, Alex. Dude, Alex. I saw the Matrix <laughs> one, but I haven't had the Radiohead. Yeah, Radiohead. Tom York is the whole like experimental like uh like ar kind of you'll love it like i haven't watched it yet i was saving it for the holidays that's like a oh, whole yeah kid it hit me right in the demographic you know like right there it was like oh, hey jedx woman what up yeah, 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 right yeah. in the demographic <laughs> <laughs> by the way oh this stereotype me so well <laughs> You need to make that shirt. Oh, this hits me right in the demographic. It's me in the demographic. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, Tim, I have no idea if three hours is long enough for me to get drunk to start crying, but time it, will tell. It, it had, has to happen, Allison. It, it has to happen. Some... It's happened to every drunksmith. It has happened every time. And if I've got to start telling you how cute your nephew is, what an inspiration. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that. Okay, we're good. We're good, Tim. We're good. I think if Allison had some Legos to put together, she'd start crying. Like, yeah. I, mean, I have so many Legos. Legos over there, y'all. I have so many Legos. Do not try me. It will happen. Oh, God. <laughs> I've gotten really into playing. So, so first off, I'm very proud of myself. I just built myself a brand new gaming computer. Oh, yes. Ooh. I saw you post about that, Alex. Tell yeah. us everything. I was very well. It's been so long since I built a computer like myself, you know what I mean? And like the last computer I had was a doghouse systems computer. Those guys are great. And it was really nice yeah. to just go, here's what I'd like, build it for me. 
Um, but I started watching like all these like YouTube in the morning. I drink my coffee and I just randomly watch stumble through YouTube. And so I've got started watching like people building computers. And I just started going, wow, first off, A, it's a lot easier than it was back when I was a kid learning yeah. how to build a computer, <laughs> uh, but still has enough of a challenge into it, you know? And so I was like, you know, I'm going to try to get myself a a new 30 series uh, graphics card. Because I was like, they're so hard to get that I was like, well, I'll just wait. And if I can get one, then I'll start building my computer. So, and for for uh, my birthday was in August. And so I like had my parents, I was like, oh, I want to build a computer, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I was on Newegg and I got like a list of all the stuff. And I just happened to see that the new Intel chips uh, were for sale on Newegg. And I had heard about the new uh, uh, 12th gen coming out. And I was like, I was like, oh, and I literally realized that the morning I was looking was November 5th, the day that they were released. And oh. so I went, oh, okay. Wow. And I went to Newegg and I was like, I'll buy one. And it was like sold out. And so I was like, oh. Yeah. And then because I was there, I just went, where do I buy a you know 12th gen Intel uh, you know i9? And it was like, here's a place. I'd never heard of it. Uh, it's called like Ant something or other. And so I clicked on it and it was like, yeah, you can just buy one. So I bought it. And then they immediately sold out. So I was like, oh my God, that's great. So I got one coming. So then I bought all the other stuff and I literally was like, okay, now I have to wait to find out how do I get a, a, a 30 series card. And I ended up just posting that I was like, I'm, I'm into it. I'm gonna build this. I just need to wait until I get a card. And um, my buddy, Jose, uh, Don Fubar, he reached out, he just pinged me and was like, dude, I have a buddy that can get you one at MSRP. He like runs a company that builds computers. And I was like, yes. And so it showed up in the mail. And I was like, I guess I'm doing this. And I literally like went out into the garage, I set up a little table. I put, you know, got all the pieces out and I just started building it. And then it was really funny because my, my wife came out and I was like, I was like, look, I built it. And she was like, well, does it turn on? And I was like, well, I'm not turning it on. <laughs> I was like, Why would you I was not like, turn it on? Because at that point, it was the Schrodinger's cat of built PCs. It both worked perfectly the first time and exploded. And I was like, I don't want to hit the power button. I have something to let go. Yeah. Oh, so it didn't work. And then now I'm in troubleshooting mode. I was like, I'll turn it on tomorrow morning. And she goes, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, oh, right. so I just went back, turned it on, and it booted right up. And she's been purring like a kitten ever since. Yeah. Your wife or the computer? Yes. <laughs> yes. What monitor yeah. do you have? So I uh, had already got a crazy monitor. I have the Alienware. Um, I don't even know what the dimensions are, That's but it's the super ultra wide. wide. The 38 yeah. inch? That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. The 38 inch. Uh, yeah. It's so great. It's I love so great. it. I had you to get used everywhere. To it. Exactly. I didn't get used to it because before I was like, I have to move like my my. When lot. you play a game, when you go from a regular 60 by 9 monitor to the, the ultra wides, you have to take a moment because when you first boot up your first game it's like you're playing vr in vr because yes. so there's so much in your peripheral curved as well oh, cool. yeah it yeah. really does feel like oh shit. it wears off now it just feels like i'm playing video games on a computer you know what i mean but uh oh you're doing an alien wear giveaway tomorrow three packs of these headphones this mouse and this keyboard oh. So you if could you just, need to get I have, absolutely I have the old, decked the old, out for like the three years, one. 
Yeah. Yeah, Maude, you could just give those away to each of us right now. <laughs> waiting until tomorrow. That's if it's a I giveaway, what do you? I shot yeah. the bed. Yeah, that's what I did not I do. Shot not, the bed. Well, I like. The I love those uh, the Alienware keyboard, the mechanical keyboard, because it's still it's not quite so as good. loud. It has like a little softer bit about. I like it. I like the way it yeah. feels on the fingers. It's good shit. Yeah, that's so I'm stoked that I can do that because it's like I don't know the amount that my audience has had to see me go through tech, like live tech shit, because I don't understand the PCs. I took 12 years off because of World of Warcraft. So I didn't have a PC from 2007 to 2019. So I had to relearn a language. Oh, wow. I'm on a stream and things crash. And I'm like, one sec, one second, guys. Um, uh, I was streaming Dragon Age Origins like two days ago. The game crashed halfway through it, had to change games. And I'm just like, I just, uh. so my whole chat is just support. And I've actually put them in a Discord before where they Amazing. talk through troubleshooting. Wow. So like, That's amazing. Back to my community. I, I should do that. <laughs> yeah. What a great community. Dan's awesome. literally on speed dial for these. Steven's like, more troubleshooting is a part of the fun. Isaac's helped me. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a known thing that I just, it's, it's rough for me. It's really good. You should you should think about building your own PC because it's really it's really it's really nice because you can just kind of get your feeling for how everything fits together and what it all you know what I mean like it it's it's super it's super fun plus Ma, it's just like you super know, rewarding. Um, Ma, do you know <clears throat> Leslie from AMD? Uh, Zelda sighting. Zelda got pizza. Yeah, I had to. <gasps> She's what like you do? son of a. What she ate it. She was like, she saw you look at it and she swallowed it so fast. <laughs> I have to bribe her to get up here. I um, gave her a bath. Nope. I gave her a bath today and she's so fluffy now. Oh, she's, she's so, so cute. cute. Yeah. She's such a cute dog. I love her. <laughs> I love her. So I, I, I picked up Maud from the dog park one time because she lost her keys. I lost my keys at this dog park and it was like, my one key is in somewhere in there and it's just like this dirt pit and i was like Amazing. i don't know i've done six laps like i cannot find this thing i just think i need to go home and cry i was like michelle can you pick me up and she was like yeah i was like it was like you. right by my house so i was like yeah no amazing i think i, I had a face mask on i was like uh hi <laughs> <sighs> yeah that was a bad day but I love her. She's just sitting there. I wanted to like hug her, but we're still in like kind of pandemic. And I was like, I would yeah, love yeah. to hug your dog. Like she's such you know. a beauty. Oh, we went for that big walk as well. Yeah. She's she just, she did good too. She had a five mile walk. She's a trooper. She's wow. a good cat. How's Gandalf doing, Allison? I was just thinking, oh right, I have a cat. <laughs> I saw the dog. I'm like, Where's cat? You do. You do. <laughs> Oh, he's super know. cute too. You have a cute it's cat. Shocking that he hasn't like he's a been right boy. here this whole time. Oh. I don't know where he is. I also just ate one of the cinnabons. Y'all, cinnabon, bun, cinnabon, bun, cinnabon. They're unreal. <laughs> oh man, you know you got a reputation. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was thing I ever heard. I'm the wait. What's the cinnabons? Oh. Sorry, Michelle, we got, where's the box? Oh, yeah. They sent us all the pizzas and, and things. We got sent triple threat boxes from Pizza Hut, which was two pizzas, triple breadsticks, three. and Cinnabons. For all the pizzas. 
Yeah. Where do I this get bread sticks? <laughs> you, will be, you will be getting a code. Don't worry. You will get your own code. For I want bread sticks. I want bread. I love Pizza Hut bread sticks. I have questions. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about it. So when they showed up, I was like, I never buy the breadsticks. I always buy the pizzas, but I never think to buy the breadsticks. But yeah. I freaking love them. And, um, for me, Pizza Hut is like the Wayback Machine because I don't, You, some of you are probably not old enough, but back in the day, Pizza Hut used to have all-you-can-eat pizza buffet lunches. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I would skip, I would like pop out of school and go down to Pizza Hut (laughs) and for like $7.99, you could have all you could eat pizza buffets. And I would always, (laughs) oh my God, I just hungered so much pizza. It was so great. And they also had the, um, what was it called? The Oh my God, sorry. I've had multiple white claws. I have a shirt. I have a shirt that says it and I posted it on Instagram recently. The like reading book club, what was it called? The real book. Oh yeah, book it. They had book it. Don't you remember book it? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, did you guys not have book? Okay, so book it. Oh, book it was amazing. Well, I was like, I don't know, maybe in second grade. Book it. See, there we go. When I was in second grade, it used to be if you read a book a week, you got a sticker each week, a Pizza Hut sticker. Yes, we had it in Australia. Yes, and if you got if you got all four stickers for the month, you got to bring your little card in to Pizza Hut with all four stickers, and you got a free personal pan pizza. Yep. So it wow. was like the greatest thing. You read your books, and you then you brought your little card home to your parents, and you're like, Mom and Dad, you have to take me to Pizza Hut because I get a free pizza. And then you go to Pizza Hut and get your free Pizza Hut pizza, and then you play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. on the arcade machine because all the Pizza Huts had them, and they were the best thing, and you always play Michelangelo, and you make your brother play Donatello, and then you have the best oh, night of your whoa. life. Whoa. Yeah, Donatello. Donatello was the best because he had the – um. Here's bow the bow staff. staff. Bow staff. I'm like the I'm like the really long stick. So he had a longer arm reach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I, I've had a theory about this. Like, if we were to modernize, I know it was like a big staple of our childhood, and I could probably piss off someone by saying this, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for. <laughs> if you really go through the law and you look at all of these four characters: Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, Raphael. Oh, Raphael. Without fail, Donatello's gay. Donatello, if any of them, Donnie is gay. He's the leader. No, that's Leonardo. Leonardo's yeah, Leonardo. I should know that I've written for Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon. Donatello could I- eat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Why is he gay? What? Oh, because he's. You just, you could just, he would be perfect. He'd be such a great gay turtle, mutated (laughs) turtle. I think he'd be gay. I'd love to know the qualifications for what would make a great gay turtle. (laughs) 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 He looks like a pancake. Allison, why is he such a chonk? He's a chonker, man. I don't remember him being a chonk. I know. I well because you know. I mean, I think everyone knows the story, but my neighbor saved his life because this cat had been hit by a car, and my neighbor ran into oncoming traffic and like scooped up this cat. And so, he, you know, we think he was a stray, like living on the streets. Uh, and so, I think he was like malnourished when I got him, so he wasn't uh, this big. But now that he's eaten <laughs> well for like eight months, he's taken on his true form. 
Right. <laughs> oh, it's just so he much. Big. Oh my he's god. Huge. He's big. I can't yeah. wait to meet him and snuggle him. Oh, How is he? You all, when I first got this cat, because you know my neighbor saved him, and then my neighbor couldn't take him because he lives in a no pet building, and and he's also allergic to cats. So he was like, "Will you take this cat?" And I was like, "How do you say no to that? Like, they, he saved this cat's life. The cat needs a home. Yes, I will take him this cat." <laughs> and like at first, I, you know, I, he this guy was living in my home, and we were like, "Okay, I guess we'll like figure it out. You live here, I live here. We're gonna be friends." And now he's like my fluffy baby butt. Oh, quite a face. I don't actually think he's really, really fat. I just think he's got like, the shape of the cat's face. Like it's just a little, like it's a hamburger face. So if we could not fat shame Gandalf the Grey, that would be great. Oh, um, he's Gandalf yeah. the White, Maude. He's Gandalf the White. Well, he's very grey. I know, but he fought the Balrog and didn't and died. But the universe Maybe he ate the Balrog. It's not your time yet. <laughs> so he's Gandalf the one. I think he ate the Balrog. That cat looks so humiliated right now. Oh, God. oh what? Allison's cat greater than Maud's dog. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, that's a serious. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. It is a pretty um, cute cat. He is a very. Yeah, that cat is super cat. nourished. Yeah. Fight. Let's put him oh. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a ring and have him fight. I was I, uh, yeah. Allison, I don't know if you, if you even saw this, but oh, uh, I don't know. No, Michelle, I was going to ask you about the new cat. <gasps> Can we well, see? Something I wanted to talk about while you were on the show was naming this cat. Yes. That's cute. Oh, is the cat's that name is. officially Neptune? Yeah. Oh, man. So Zeus and Neptune? Super, it looks so fluffy. Yeah. That thing it looks like an Ewok. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Hey, that does look like an Ewok. Yeah, cute. Okay, well, Aww. Michelle's cat is better than my dog. Better than <laughs> you guys want to see, see my baby? Right here. Oh, oh my god, oh. yes. <laughs> um, wait, oh my gosh, Michelle, I forgot we had to have you talk about something very important while you were on. I've had many white claws. Will you please tell people about your your Twitter drama that's going on right now? Yes. We'll have to have We do have our next guest is here as well. So okay, yes, oh, Michelle, give us all a good PSA about Twitter, and then guys, yeah. here's what you need to do. Everyone set up two factor authentication because if you don't, someone's going to hack into your account and do it for you, and then you can't get into it over the holidays and the game awards and stuff that you might want to comment on. So just don't don't do that right now. Okay. So yeah, does set it that say up, what guys. email it goes to, or like what the like? Do you get, so what, you get happened, like, uh, what happened was I logged in on Sunday evening. I did the yard work, and then I logged in, and like I was logged out of of Twitter on all of my devices. And I was like, hmm. oh, that's weird. And I tried to log in, and it's like, oh, set it up with this code generator that you have, or enter your backup code. I'm like, mm, don't know what that means. Um, so I guess somebody logged into it. And I guess this is happening a, a lot to verified accounts apparently, but people are logging in and then DMing and asking for money and stuff from people. So oh if I am God. DMing you, asking you anything, I am not logged in. I am eating popcorn and drinking wine and playing with a kitten and I am not on Twitter. So if you are getting anything from me, let me know and report it immediately. <laughs> Cause I won't do, I won't be DMing you. So, and then Twitter responded and they're like, they said, uh, we got your report and we'll get back to you in days. <laughs> not not oh three days, God. not 17 days, just days. days um, and so I've been reporting it 
and all my friends have been reporting it and stuff. So if you guys can report it, please do and just be like, this bitch is hacked. And I would appreciate it. And then I can get my account back. <laughs> this bitch is hacked. It's been is it kind of nice not having Twitter though. Fine, it's fine. Honestly, it probably just like curbed me from you know having opinions on the Game Awards, which I shouldn't have anyway online. So probably. <laughs> <laughs> I did see four thousand advertisements though. I don't know if anyone else did. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we have. But, but yeah, it was, uh, but but I did enjoy the Game Awards. I just couldn't, um, it was weird to just like not be a part of, like I could care less about being on Twitter, to be honest. Like it's probably mm -hmm. a great vacation for me. But it is kind of odd, it, it, you know, at where we're at in society to like not be able to participate in something like that. And you kind of go, mm -hmm. okay, well, I remember that the this is what makes social media platforms a good thing like you can connect with your community and and discuss topics and be connected um but you know you should 99 of the time it's trash but like but that like one percent i totally missed out on last night <laughs> yeah you on that what was your game of the year and i have a pizza question after mm -hmm. as a final Ooh. question mm -hmm. well i don't know um game of the year it's hard because i don't feel like I, I i'm gonna be like i don't feel like i played enough various games to have an educated opinion on that i really mm -hmm. did like play we really did like focus on competitive rating with warcraft and that does take a lot of your time so mm -hmm. the titles that i played on the side of that were like you know animal crossing and like basic stuff metroid was actually really great uh that that probably deserved some ups but um i didn't play the game of the year winner um no, and you know, but but I enjoyed the show a lot. I thought it was awesome. Like it's it's nice to see how big it's become. Like I mean, I remember when it was the you know the VG, the Spike Video Game Awards. You know, yeah. So yeah. it's cool to see yeah. how far it's come. And you know, I worked with Keeley. I love him. I thought he did a great job. Um, so, but yeah, but it was weird to like not be like having you know conversations with people about it. I was just like yelling to my husband, and he was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. Um, what what did win the game the uh, game of the year? I didn't even watch. It takes two. It takes two. That's so funny. So my wife. So most of you guys know my wife. Not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination. She has become addicted to Candy Crush. That's as non-gamery gamery as you can possibly be. Uh, but all of a sudden one day she was like, "Hey, we should play It Takes Two. And I was like, "What?" And she goes, yeah, it, it's on Game Pass. And I was like, what are these words that you're saying to me? You, none of this you should know. Like, yeah, yeah. what? And then she was like, yeah, I was listening to like some radio program and they were talking about It Takes Two and I hadn't played it. I haven't I haven't yet played it. Um, and uh, But I got, I got the Game Pass, downloaded it onto the Xbox, and now I'm just waiting for a time when we actually sit down and play it. When the uh, guy when the guy won, he like he lost his shit. He like ripped off his mask and he's like, yeah, <laughs> like you know. It was, it was That's a amazing. Lot. I was excited well, for him, like you know. Apparently, but he'd won in a previous year, and he went on a massive rant, like grabs the mic really? off Keely and starts going on this tangent. And you can see Keely, like <laughs> as a professional, trying to bring it back and trying oh, no. to get it you know, on track again. And this guy's starting to rip the Oscars apart. Like he's having his oh own moment. Oh, no. And so 
when yeah. he won, people were like, are we going to see a round two? But he was a lot more contained. And it was just, it's it's so awesome to see how stoked they are to win. So like, I feel like you have to be contained. It was infectious. Like, you were like, oh, like, good for him. But can I just say before I go, um, a game I did play this year that was awesome. It was like five bucks on Steam. It's called Pony Island. It is oh. such a cool little game. Um, I think it's a little bit older, but it came to me as a suggestion from my friend Jesse Cox, who was like, this is so your game. You will love this. And it's like oh you're God. playing this like old school arcade game as like this horse, like unicorn guy. It's like a side scroller. And then it just evolves. You end up inside of the game and the soul of the developer is trapped inside of the game. Oh, and you what? solve all these little puzzles to get out and it is so cool and your character gets all these little abilities as you go like the unicorn turns like a dark unicorn it like oh. you have to it's such a cool, cool concept for only like five bucks um i just like could not recommend it more just because it's yeah, just right. such a little cute cool fast i mean i'm a sucker for any game that involves little puzzles so i'm in yeah oh you'll like this i think you'll like it yeah. i think it's your vibe in general allison i think you'll yeah. like it all right, yeah. cool. But you need a PC, I think. I don't think it's on like Switch. Oh, I got a PC, girl. Okay, I'm just letting you know where you can find it. Okay. <laughs> a digit in the drunk meter. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I update. I update. I'm drunk and I'm never drunk. Like, how many times collectively have all of you seen me even drunk at all? Like, I'm not. Very I'm few. Very, very few. few. That's because I love you, and most of the time it's been on drunkenness. So, yeah. drink to that, Michelle Mara. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I'll see all of you very yes. soon. Good to see you later. Bye, guys. All right. And with that, let's check in to see yes. where we're going. Good. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be gone ten seconds, Mon. You do not have to take my camera off. I'm literally gonna go there and grab a. She's already oh, up. Oh, she's gone. You got getting, her. Getting it happening. <laughs> All righty. We are still at the exact same amount, which means we've had a half hour oh pause on donations. I know we're settling in for the evening, but we didn't have a goddamn mm. one trickle through just then. We're getting you back into this. Best believe. I love. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm quick around here. I'm quick lot lotning. Uh and, and then, Christ, here we go. I've got to add the next one, which is Lost. the extra life. Same amount again. Oh, my God. We only just beat the halfway mark for this one. So oh, we need we to raise go, guys. another $485, which we can do in the last 36 minutes, surely. I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of your donating wallets. <laughs> love yes. that one. 485 will you help with the uh, extra life and we need another 240 <laughs> six uh, four and 99 cents so overall we around like $650 or something like that total we need donated so in we got it minutes now this is when things count if you donate $40 or more we will fortify. We will drink. You can't twenty dollars and get a twenty dollar Pizza Hut gift card and a fortify. Hold on. Let me do a quick. Okay. These fortifies. I mean, we're seeing the bottom of the bottles here, so these fortifies are double. All right. <laughs> I also believe that everyone who's donated twice, I'm pretty sure I can get you. I think so too. Codes. 
I think so too. Okay. So I feel relatively confident to say that if you donate at least $40 now, I will give you two Pizza Hut codes. We're, we're upping the ante. Also, the more drunk I get, the more difficult it is to copy and paste these numbers into emails. So it might take me a little longer, but I'm getting there. When we were reading out donations, we read three fortifies in a row and I put a pin in this one to drop it at an appropriate time. Ken Storms, thank you so much for the fortify. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, Allison, 610 of three-fifths. Like code and or extra life. I, I, mean, I want to do six tenths, but then Maude got called out for not making it the like. Oh, no, we didn't reduce the race, the, the fractions. What's three fifths? Uh, we've got another guest. We do. Our final guest of the evening, but maybe our most special guest of the evening. Because if you've listened to the half hour happy hour at all, you will know that we can't yeah, do this show without our podcast, Aristotle. Aristotle. Hello. There hey, everybody. Last I time was Christmas cactus. Christmas cactus, yes. Thank you. I was going to say, last time we saw you on this show, I think you had one plant in the background, and now I see multiple plants. So have you officially become a plant? Uh, I have this plant, and it doesn't look like this. What are you doing? Wait, with this one or no, this one? That one. This one? Yeah. Uh, well, this one I inherited, so I've kept it alive. There's that. Oh. This one is pretty new, except for this new little growth right here Ooh, new growth new growth, new growth. Um, is that a is that healthy. a rubber plant this is a, a monstera 15 oh, no, bucks at trader one. joe's uh the this one. one is no it's something else because i have a rubber I have plant, a plant app, and mm. i've there's two different ones this is actually a thicker leaf a dracania what is it called i think this is a dracania right yeah <sighs> all right and, this is uh, this I'm, <laughs> I'm so proud of this Christmas cactus, though. Actually, it might be a corn mm. plant or a dracania. I have grown corn. I think it's a corn it plant. Because the dracania's got a thinner leaf, and this one's actually got a good girth on it. So you've got a Whoa. corn plant. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I have to upgrade my app to tell you um, how to treat that to one. Partial app. Okay, you've grown, you've grown corn in your apartment? Oh, uh, you said you've grown corn. I've grown corn, yes. Is it just corn or are we confessing something here? It's on my, on my balcony, yes. I grew corn on my balcony. Get the hell out. What? Uh, it, I didn't grow it well that they came out like that big. And so I didn't eat them, but I grew them. You are a just for beer bottle. Look at that. That's a, that's a pretty perfect beard. Thank you. No. Yeah. Definitely a beard. It's evenly colored. Looks it's, good. It's. No, no, it's perfect. Just <laughs> gaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, gaps of what? You don't have any gray in there, like I do. Look at this podcast. No. Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I still have podcast. my. Uh, I feel like I've brought it up before, but I have my uh, the cat clock still hanging <laughs> in my room. Oh, you do. That's so cool. And uh, just to go back to the fortify, I've had two beers in. I've got mine ready here, but I'm gonna let everyone else decide. Which I should go with. I've got uh, uh, oh, yeah. straight straight out of quarantine from Paperback Brewery in Glendale, and it's oh, a wow. West Coast IPA. Or one night with Nora, also Whoa. from Paperback, uh, and it's a Blondale. Yeah, Nora. Give it to Nora. Nora. Yeah. Nora, it is. Yeah, that's Nora, sexy. Yeah. Nora needs some podcat in her life. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. has to be. 
And yeah. to jump into the pet stuff over there, though not quite my pet. I've got this. <gasps> oh this? my oh, god! Hi, cutie. Oh. What is that? What's this her name? Uh, she doesn't quite have a name, and so oh, has adopted the name of Baby Girl. Oh, uh, Baby Girl. I'm kind of fostering this lost dog, and we've kind of fallen in love, but I'm also oh. like, well, maybe I'll find you a home. Oh my god, how old do you but, think? Can we name her? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That... How does someone makes a certain donation, they can oh throw in a God. name possibility. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so how'd you get the dog? Yeah. You, you found it? It's a lost dog? Uh, my cousin found her, took her to look for a chip, tried Facebook and next door and nothing so far. And then my cousin was like, you'll take care of her. It's like, That's how I got my cat. She's so cute. Oh, I kind of want her. Let's see how I know she's. Oh, shit. Potato, po Douglas Sharp dropping another donation. Oh. Douglas, VIP viewer. Oh, $40. $40. $40. $40. Fortifying. That's pretty $40 sweet. Thanks, for a fortify. Mm. So, Aristotle, I have a very important question for you. Yes. How much do you miss us? Uh, a whole bunch all the time. Uh, I I was just thinking about Comic-Con the other day because to bring out these Christmas decorations, I had to move this big pile of cables that was sitting on top of them. And when I moved them, I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have returned these. But these are the big old speaker cables I got for the for the li last live show we did at Comic-Con. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. Yes. Okay, honey, you put $150 I, behind that. We'll call the dog Pod Dog. Pod Dog. Pod Dog. That's right, Podcat Pod Dog. <laughs> oh, you guys, we're getting so close. What's the, do math, Allison? We need 400 more dollars in 30 minutes. $100 for Black Girls Code, $400 for uh, Extra Life. So that's a $500 oh. total that we do need. We can do $500 in. We're not stopping until we get there. Oh, was that so $500? I didn't do math right. So we need an extra $100 for Black Girls Code, and we need an extra $400 for Extra Life, bringing us to $500 all up. Actually, Allison, go up oh. a point for drinking. I'll go down one. I like that dog. Oh, yeah. the bill. Nope. I'm definitely getting there, y'all. Oh, my God. She's adorable. She is. We got to get um, a name, though. Yeah, you mean me, Tom, right? Huh? <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure how this person pronounces their name, and I don't want to say anything wrong, but uh, I'm going to add it as a banner. Mm -hmm. Oh. They've donated $40, saying, great to see and hear you all. Happy drunk, everyone. Cheers, thanks, man. Look at that. Look at that. $40 for a four to five. Hike, hike, hike spike, hike spike. Hike spike is what I think. Hike spike. Hike spike. Hike spike. Football tournament. Football tournament. Is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I just got the, their email too. Yeah. I also meant to send you pictures, uh, and I haven't yet, but I was also thinking about the, the good times of previous junks misses because. You got uh, a highlight I, reel for us? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wish, but uh, in, like the soft music. It's like doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah. it's just me crying over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the Starburns offices are moving. Oh, and so those rooms are empty, empty. Oh. Like, 
Oh, you know, lots of lots of good time. There. The old bar room. Where are they going to? And you don't have to, uh, not specifically, but are they going uh, down the street? The whole yeah, town? like just a few blocks yeah. away. Okay. New office there. Wow, cool, man. That's cool. I think Ooh. I think we have an anonymous donation that's trying to do pie, but they did one point four one dollars. So I don't know if Allison, this is going back to your conversation where oh, it's maybe like ish number, yeah, forty ish. It's thirty one dollars <laughs> and forty one cents from anonymous. I love that, but also I would like to do a shout out to Alex's wife who just chimed in the comments saying we like should adopt that dog, Alex. <laughs> She is yeah. available. You could. She's very good. We're good. We're good. Thank, thank you, Heather. Oh, Heather. <laughs> I love it. Hi, Heather. I love that. When she comes in, she's like, wait, there's a free dog in your stream? This is crazy. I'm I'm paying for vaccinations and everything. Aww. Wait, so how so go back to the story. So your cousin found it? Okay, yeah. And that I mean that's kind of the whole thing is. dumped it on me uh dumped her on me and i was like no i can't i can't this is the worst time and then she's just actually just very good and very very clingy is constantly sitting on my lap while i work here that's awesome oh god no wonder heather wants her (laughs) she's like yeah do we need another clingy dog oh god my weird my I, i got this thing and i put medical things in it for my beers and it the condensation <laughs> screwed up a power bill. So I'll take it. What do you need power for, Alex? You know. What do I need power for? I got a power wall. It pays for itself. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I do want to say really quickly, though, because like Seb mm-hmm. earlier donated $100.01, trying to donate $101, right? But did the $100.01. And then donated $29.99, trying to donate $30 to rectify the number. And by donating $29.99, it was going to take the total to $900 clean, which it did until Anonymous with the $31.41 donated straight (laughs) up. Amazing. Absolutely disrupt that system. So yay, everyone. Uh, We're up to $625 on uh, the Extra Life page. Day, uh, Pab- oh my goodness, Pablo Cat, David Pick, uh, Cleveland Punk, Drew, Edward Rosa, and Disco Cobra saying thank you for the, uh, thank you, thank you, thankful for you guys. Cool stream, love the combos, keep up the good work. Uh, so we are currently on $625 for Extra Life. Awesome. Wait, boom, Extra Life happening. 70, what? Jumped, uh, quite a bit. That Get just happened. Ken again? Let's catch this one up. Uh, y'all are Oh, my gosh. Ken again. Wow. I need to Dude. edit this because it's now $150. But holy dooly. Fantastic. We got to fortify. We got to fortify. Fortify. Got to get. Allison, oh, God. Get that one. And then $150. Wow. Yeah, Listen, y'all, I still got six more white claws in there. I can go all night. Let's do this. I was planning on finishing the bottle. So. Good. I've got five more beers left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, How I'm still slowly getting through Jeez. all the emails. How are we feeling? Uh, oh, so we just need, if it's $931.41, we need $68.69. 
Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's almost 6869. Oh, I wait, sort of trust okay. Seb in the chat, who's probably not as drunk as us on the screen. Trying to calculate live. <laughs> Amazing. 6959. Almost. 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 Someone donate 6969. Yeah. God damn it. Donate. <laughs> if you know what's good for you, if you laugh every time someone says anything with any sort of innuendo, cough up now. Put your money where you're. Where, where your dirty little mind is. That's it. Where'd you find it in your endo? Oh, we're getting more emails. I love this, y'all. Oh, wait. I want to do a shout out to the person whose email. This person's name is Allison. I already has a spot in my heart. But she spells her name. Checked out. She spells her name A-L-I-C-Y-N. Oh, I, I have never seen the spelling of Allison yeah. like that before, and I appreciate it so much. Allison. No, I know if, I know like one or two of those Allison. Shut up, right. Tom. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth $25 over at the Extra Life page. Woo! Nice. So getting closer. Extra Life is now on 800 Woo. Whereas Black Elk Codes is on 931 and 41 cents. Who's gonna don't don't know? I don't know if she's still here, but I also want to specifically shout out Tatiana who donated earlier. Yeah. I met her I met her yesterday in oh. person. Where? Oh, like a dog just a wild uh at a concert. That's oh cool. Wait, cool. uh, which the, like randomly or kind of random uh she was with a friend that I knew. So when I saw her, oh, we were talking. And then Tatiana was like, hey, so I actually know you from like Happy, I, Happy Hour. Like I think your podcast? That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's she just comes to a lot of our live events. She's very cool. Adventure yeah. in Life. We need it over. We'll put the we'll put it in Twitter. Black Girl Code. If you go over to Black Girl's Code. Is it, it, check that it's still at that. Because if we've already hit it at Black Girl's Code, life. let's send it to Extra Life. Oh, we did. Did we hit Black Girl's Code? Black Elf Code's done. Show us. Show us. Show us. Come on, show us. You sneaky bugger. 6969. If you donated over $20, Alice, and you've emailed and you received <laughs> to half hour happy hour fans at gmail.com. Allison will be spending the remainder of the evening and then some change yeah. uh, making sure that you get your Pizza Hut code for $20 that you can use towards your next order. Oh, Just we make sure you're forwarding your emails. Yeah, make Brad. sure you're emailing. Yay, Brad. That Make sure you're forwarding your donation emails to halfhourhappyhourfans at gmail.com. Cheers about? to all of you. Also, please still donate to Black Girls Code. We just also want to hit it over at Extra Life. But don't we like get Extra like Life first so that we can get Pizza Hut to drop another $1,000 for this charity. Yeah. So I'll do okay, a little. So how are we doing over there? 
800. 800 oh, even. Clean okay. I'll do a little refresher. Let's have a look, skis. It's still 800. Okay. But let's shout what? out to, I mean, Ken, who did worked magic donations. Ken, top donation for 150 that we just got. Uh, Kenneth Rice was the last one at 836. That was five minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, Ken, that's a massive amount. I, I'd say, you know, uh, I, since I, since we're since we're donating books, I guess I could donate a book, but I feel bad since I should give Ken one anyways for 150 bucks. But if someone were to maybe give match that, Ooh. okay, so you give Ken by me one. and the other writer, my writing partner Jennifer. Ooh, so wait, you're gonna good. you'll give Ken one, and, and you'll give someone else who does another 150 dollars. Ken, Ken yeah. has actually hit 200 dollars in donations. Ken, this year. Okay. Ken's definitely getting one. Tom, I will forward you Ken's email. Right. But also anyone who matches $150 after the eight. Seb is on $130. Seb has donated $130 total. Oh, boy. Okay. So Seb's been doing really, really. I'm actually literally in the middle of emailing Seb right now, and I'm already going to give him two codes. So. Right. <laughs> so this guy is making is out. That for, is that for uh, America only? Did we figure out if it was America only? Oh. I, I haven't figured that out. I know that Daniel, our fan in Poland, he he did email me about that. Um, so I haven't responded to that yet. Da Daniel, I think I'm going to send you a code anyway because, like, maybe it works over there. And if it doesn't, you know, <laughs> you can gift yeah. it to someone else in the states. How about that? But go. I will I will email you back. <laughs> That's cool. That's fantastic that we've done that one. Hey, podcast. Yes. Order a pizza. You can I didn't get a pizza. pizza. I got a pizza to prep for this. I was just, it's a meeting at yeah. noon. What is your favorite <laughs> type of pizza? I've been watching everyone's answers. My favorite pizza right here in Los Angeles. Masa in Echo Park. Mm. The deep dish. It's mm. so good. It's the best pizza You're around. Masa well. is fantastic. Mm. After Pizza Hut. After Pizza Hut. It's Nor normally, good. I would not. Yeah, I would, normally I would not get a deep dish, but Masa's yeah. vegan. Letting everyone know, vegan. Yeah. Vegan deep dish in Echo Park. Yeah, their uh, their crust is the the dough is so tasty. It's such a good pizza. Yeah, Masa's great. After Pizza Hut. <laughs> after Pizza Hut, of course. Love my Pizza but, Hut. Uh, also, uh, a warning. You gotta. It, it takes forty five minutes to make the pizza, so yeah, order yeah. order ahead of time or be yeah. prepared to wait. <laughs> I went there on Valentine's Day this year, and we ordered like way ahead of time. It took about three or four hours, and we had yeah. to go and get in this massive line. But it totally yeah, worth right. it. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and they were super cool about it too. They were very appreciative that we were all in line waiting for their pizza. Very cool place. Yeah, um, this was from a while ago when we were reading through donations, and we didn't get to do it, but. It's been a second. Chris, so we're fortify. Gonna... Mm -hmm. Chris donated mm. and said fortify, but it was the third back to back. So I put a pin in it until. Uh, until so we could, uh, then. Yeah. <laughs> we I might have got more Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was so good. Is I put so a good. whole pizza behind me. Oh, I have so much and all of the, and I haven't had any of the, the cinnamon sweet things. Maybe I'll do it right now. Oh, I'll be eating Pizza Hut for the rest of the weekend. Same. I'll be eating the rest of mine tonight. Like I had half a pizza already. Goddamn pizza! Oh, yeah. it, I guess. No, it's so good. I'm very, very. Here's happy. one I prepared earlier. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Fun fact: Pizza Hut was my first job. Job. What? Ah, really? <laughs> Fun. How was it? 
it was a lot of fun. I actually st- still miss it sometimes. Like, man, it was so. What? It was just a full, so many shenanigans. <laughs> How much pizza did you eat at Pizza Hut when you're working there? Like, did you guys make stuff in the back room and just eat it, or like, do they give you rules for that kind of? Thing? I feel like I cannot disclose that kind of information. <laughs> it was back in the day. They're they're cool. Oh, clean, clean, fun. But that's that's like. I don't know. I don't remember what the rules are, but good time. Okay. Good place. Okay. This is really funny, guys. Okay. Okay. What's <laughs> happened is. Oh, we did it! What? What? We did it! 100,006 <gasps> bucks? Darren! Yay! Yes! Darren's run the prime donation again. award. Okay. What? Let me break twice? this down for everyone. Oh, Anonymous donated $31 oh so that someone would have to donate 69 to reach the total. Darren jumped in with 150. Darren, make yourself known in the comments, please. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Nerd is the new cool dropped to $25, which meant we hit $1,006. Oh my gosh. This one was like running behind the entire time, but I ended up getting $5 more than Black Girls Code. We have done it. We raised this money. What I mean, still got 14 minutes. So keep donating if you can. Wow. We still got 14 minutes. We're gonna sit here. I'm gonna email people codes. <laughs> I'm I just had to spin a bomb bomb and a bomb bomb. Yo, I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of like everyone on the screen and everyone two grand. I mean, that's like two grand, over two grand clean that we raised for charity. Yeah. That's crazy. Which meant it became four grand like that. I know, that. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We fuck it. All we had to do was do two, and now they're going to match it. That's, and anyone who donated over $20 is going to get a $20 pizza hot code to spend that's, on their pizza. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And, and we made you everyone who donated. Allison would uh-huh. make someone want to cry, you'd think, you know? <laughs> The pizza's so good, too. <laughs> nice mod. make a, a normal person just want to wait. Will you be sharing that pizza with your nephew? Mm. Okay. I'm the- My nephew's the cutest. I, I know I know the feeling well. He's My so ne- funny. He's so- oh, what? what? You, My- your nephew's like the same age as mine, right? He just started walking like a week ago. Yeah. What a, what a sight. I know. <laughs> so I saw my nephew back in June for his first birthday, and then I went almost six months without seeing him and just saw him for Thanksgiving. And when I finally saw him, I was like, "Hi, Simon!" And he like stopped and he looked at me and he was like, "I am unsure about this." <laughs> and I was like, "Just love me." <laughs> yeah, I've that's happened to me, but I also I also remember being that kid, being like, "I haven't seen this cousin." In a few years, I don't yeah. know if we're still cool like we were that one time. <laughs> yeah, like and it has to warm up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, thank you, yeah. Ken. MVP, thank you so much, Ken. Darren, are you in yeah. the comments? Make yourself known on YouTube or Twitch. We'd love to hear from you so we could personally thank you. We also or if Darren you. forwards his email, I can just pass that on to Tom as well. We need to get your details. Yeah, because yeah, you have one. Primer, Tom, go. Fuck. Primer DC Comics newest superhero what? by myself, oh, yeah. Jennifer Miro and Grudelowski. Soon to be a major motion picture. 
Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Does DC do that kind of thing with their superheroes? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they do. Never seen a DC movie. They make and movie? speaking yeah. of which, congrats on all the uh, the canonization. Yeah, of yeah. your cool. lovely Thanks, character. Yeah, wow. for those, yeah. For those that don't know, uh, yeah, they put Primer inside a Teen Titans Academy comic book this past month, making her officially like a DC superhero, co- uh, a DC superhero, because people would often ask us if she was a legit superhero or existed outside the DC continuity. Mm. And now she really is. And there's a lot more primer stuff we're doing that is coming. So, uh, yeah, Darren, really was that you? This comment right here, Darren, is that you that gave us our final 150 <laughs> donation? That cheeky Darren J. Sealy. Good night, all. Good night, Darren. Darren. Thank you. you. Bomb drop that you absolutely pushed us over the, the winning finishing line. That's a big a move. Yeah. Line. The winning finishing line is. Not the losing finishing said, line. This one. Winning finishing line. Stand by it. I have a hungry dog. Amazing. Amazing. There we go. There we go. There we we go. 10 more minutes. Fuck. Fuck. Hell yeah. Hey, look at, look at those we lovely people. Look at this little young little cher- cherubic face of Alex. I have. I think cherubic. I have the exact. Look, I have the same one. Wait, how many years right there? there? Oh my god, the shit I had to go through to get that thing made. This is at a Pizza Hut thing, right? At Comic Yeah, this was at a Pizza Hut event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like this question. Tom. Ooh. What what? Oh, what, what actors? Oh my gosh, I want to put uh oh my god, very good question. Uh, we've been talking about that actually lately. Oh. So um uh who would I want to play primer? Gosh, you know, uh, there's this girl on Stranger Things, the redhead. Uh, oh, Alex. Friend. I think that's that her name. Yeah, because uh, it was in the um, Taylor Swift video. Mm-hmm. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, played I mean, like the tomboy skateboard with Sadie something. With the... Yeah, is that it? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. Think. yeah, I mean, I don't know. You guys tell me who you'd want her, who you'd want to play Primer, because we could use some suggestions. But. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Like, yeah, hmm. mm. uh, maybe Allison if she were to make herself look a little short. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little, look little, a little what, Tom? A little more redheaded. Red. Look a little uh, not what, younger. Tom? <laughs> Primer is a <laughs> is a thirteen year old girl, Allison. So I can say a little younger. I you. don't know what you're talking. You don't about. look thirteen. No offense, but also I'm glad you don't look thirteen. Hey, but, yeah, she's got range. She does Hold on. Okay. I'm also glad I don't look 13. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Countdown five, four, three, two, one, Sadie Sink. There yes. she is. Yeah, that is looks, kind of the perfect yeah, primary. Like, yeah, like a lot like yeah. that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, side note, yeah, though. That's good casting. Know, yeah, right? No, that's we'll really good casting. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks for asking, Hero Pat. Oh, wait. Darren says no. This isn't the Darren that donated hundred and fifty. Oh, get out of here, Darren. Sorry, no, I, I still, I still don't Bro, have still an email Darren. from Darren. Sorry, Maud, it wasn't me. <laughs> but still, we appreciate it. Wait, 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 wait. Darren J. Seeley. Oh, Allison. Nah. What, it, <laughs> wouldn't it be so cute? <laughs> Is do I, am I related to Hero Pat for for, for asking <laughs> so all these private questions? Is that secretly my mom? You guys, when I was home for Thanksgiving, he had a cold and was just like the snottiest baby. (laughs) And I was like, you're so disgusting and yet so cute. Yeah, all babies are super cute no matter what. So my my nephew, so I have this little little nephew named Leo. 
and he's just like this little dude like he's i think he's like three four so cute just like the most adorable but the really crazy thing is because heather loves my wife loves like little babies especially yeah. little like boy babies that are just like little dolls you know what yeah. i mean and i went down there and heather couldn't come and he comes around the corner and he sees me and he's like like got this look on his face and then he walks up and he just goes where's heather and i was like <laughs> oh leo she's not coming she can't get in he was like okay and then he walked oh, away cool. yeah and i told heather and she was just like no <laughs> yeah super cute that's so cute you know alex you, heather. you yeah. were saying that heather didn't used to play video games right because when i first knew heather years ago before you did she introduced me to this game on the computer i think it was called snood at the time a lot like one of those candy crush games so she loves those oh, kind funny. of like quick games yeah she I'm does sure yeah. heather we were working together she was playing it she, she likes remembers. that kind of stuff because she loved like when she was growing up she loved like centipede and miss yeah, pac-man yeah. and like all that stuff i mean we have a mandalorian pinball machine yeah uh, it's so now and we play it all the time like yeah, she'd be like great. let's just play some mandalorian it's like okay cool so she likes <laughs> gaming and loves board games although she's yeah. very competitive so it's it's, it's i'll tough. choose to that yeah we can only play on the same team let's just put it that way uh <laughs> It's how we've been able to to stay together for <laughs> almost twenty couch, years. Yeah. Uh, but yes, but uh, that was not surprising because she also like I remember. Do you remember Peggle? Peggle. Yes. Peggle. Yeah. I like, you, loved a Peggle. I think she was really into Peggle on the phone back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Peggle. <laughs> Fucking Peggle. Peggle. Yeah. One of yeah. my like fake email addresses involves the word Peggle. Amazing. Hey, Maude, take me off for like two seconds. I'll BRB. Someone's got to go. If she's going, if she's excused herself to cry, I will be. (laughs) She comes back with just like super red eyes and she's like, like, thanks. It is not a drunk smith if she doesn't cry. So we need to, as a team and as a chat, we need to think of what it is going to be. That's yeah. gonna break her. Yeah, that's the drugs with money shot. Is the, the nostalgia is just being like, "Wow, we've been doing this so long. It's you know, oh, the I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh. We all real, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What else we got? Oh we tried the nephew, it. and it nearly, it nearly worked. We were like, an there. I even laid on my nephew to see if it would push her over the edge. It was a, it got like, it went a little bit. I saw, I saw the. Hmm. Uh-huh, okay, so uh-huh. we, that's that's a good play. What happened? What were the previous times that Allison broke? It was it was a well, feel good cry. It's never a sad cry. It's a feel good cry. Yeah, right. Oh, man, yeah. What were those? Uh, you know what? We'll get her to do like the final thoughts and to like talk yeah. about all the other iterations. Yep. Yeah. Okay? That's the move. That's what the move. each of us means to her. Yes. <laughs> In terms it. of this collective experience. Yeah, can you just sum up the half hour happy hour in your mind? Okay. Yeah, okay. that'll do it. That'll do it. Oh, Did, okay. Whose dog just growled? Podcat, was that your dog? Yeah, whose dog? Whose dog growled? Is that your oh. tummy? Is that your she, she growls at like every little noise oh. from outside. Uh, I'll take her. Not like barks, but she'll just kind of like watch. Like, mm, mm. <gasps> Dougie, this is the sweetest message. Oh. Allison, you want to read it? 
Allison is the connection throughout all the HHHH apps. All of the donations are because of her work. It's, tr it's true, Allison. We, yeah. That's, really true. that's sweet. true. Yeah. Is that the really thing that makes me cry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Dougie. I mean, it is oh, true. Dougie, you got me right in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did, what did Michelle say? Like, you hit my... Oh, yeah, you hit me right in the demographic. <laughs> <laughs> he hit you right in the demographic, Allison. Because of her work. Actually, Allison, because this, this I, I'm going to speak on behalf of everyone in this chat yeah. um, and say that that is 100% true. You are absolutely the connective tissue of this show. You have been here throughout all the episodes. You are the reason why I became a part of the show. Oh, I'm even breaking up here. Oh, I got me a little bit. The donations are because of all of your hard work. Uh, it would be absolutely wonderful just to kind of pass the mic over to you. I'd love to hear from you what half hour happy hour means to you. Oh. And like to shine a little bit of light on the team as well. Because you, it's like you are the glue of all of this. I mean, like it's, it, well, we've told the story so many times, but it truly just started with Alex and I being like, we always want to work together forever and ever and ever. Mm -hmm. What can we do that we can control? And we came up with this idea, which like, who knew that me and Alex just having a joy for drinking and talking could turn <laughs> into something like this. And then Alex brought on Tom, and Tom was just like the most perfect foil to the the two of us. <laughs> was a foil, yes, <laughs> like a good Nissan three hundred ZX. Everyone yeah. needs a foil. Everyone, everyone needed their the Robin to their to their Howard Stern, and like Tom oh. could not have been more perfect. And then, you know, just meeting in Alex's garage mm -hmm. every day, yeah. <laughs> not every day, every week. I every, mean, every Saturday. Like, yeah. Literally, we'd meet at like what? What time did we used to do it? Like eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. Yeah. and we would have yeah. a fucking drink at eleven a.m. I'd have a Saturday. bottle of wine, I think, uh, more than a drink. I drank a lot. Yeah. And then there were times when uh, Tom would just like, I'm just gonna go run over to the snake pit, and before I go home, just hang out <laughs> over there. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Alex decided to be a real human being, and we were like, do we continue this podcast? And I, I, I was said, I was like, literally the only person I could see continuing this podcast with would be Maude. And I remember taking Maude on a hike. Taking Maude on a hike. I met Maude for a hike. It's not like taking her on a date. But I met Maude for a hike. You were, you were so really nervous really and being like, hey, I have this idea, and like maybe you want to do this, but it's like totally cool if you don't, like no pressure. And Maude was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm in. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. And Maude took over, and right before that. No! Oh, no, no, that's the part. Her heart, her that. heart, what? Her heart exploded the Wi Fi. To, to be continued in next year's. You froze. Oh, she's back. I froze. I'm back. That. What? <laughs> wait. Oh, I said, and right before, wait. And right then was like when Nerdist ended the podcast network. So we were also like, where would it live? Yeah. yeah. And we got, uh, I mean, God bless Brian Bollinger over at Starburns, but he and I, we didn't technically go to college together, but we both went to Boston College, and so we had been connected through that. And uh, <laughs> and I knew he was at Starburns, so he got us a meeting. And, like, we literally walked in, and Aristotle was in the 
in the lobby, like interviewing for a job there. And we loved him from Nerdist. And we were like, wait, you're coming. Well, then we want to come here too. And it's just like really all worked out. And also, I just got to say, this this night wasn't even like on our radar three weeks ago or something like that. I had had a conversation with Pizza Hut and we were like, what can we do before the end of the year? And I was like, you know what, let's see if we can do, we always like to do charity streams. Let's see if we can make this happen. And we pulled this together in zero time. Like literally all the guests that we had on tonight, we didn't ask any of them more than three or four days ago. I was like Wednesday was when it was solidifying. Yeah. Yes. I think it was mainly Allison, you and Maud that pulled this together. Oh yeah. No, Tom and I did nothing. <laughs> we didn't do shit. That is true. So thank yeah. you, ladies, for yes, doing thank this. You. Uh, yeah, would not exist without you two put pulling this together. So thank you. But the fact that we actually hit our goals with both charities makes me so thrilled. Cause I was like, I don't know. Cause we I because I brought up both and I was like, I love both these charities. And Pizza Hut was the one that was like, then let's do both. And I was like, oh, okay, if we're willing to do both, we'll put in the work to do both. And I'm so happy we did because I both, I think they're both awesome, amazing causes to donate to. And, yeah. and we did it! Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll be incredibly yeah. transparent. Um, I was trying to make you cry, Allison, and it worked. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you manipulative bitch. It's Dougie's comment, and I just kind of nurtured it. But what ended up happening while you were talking and while you were having the best moment ever that made my night, and I'm so glad we got there because it's a tradition, while you were talking, um, people kept donating. <gasps> really? And oh, my God. We have now hit. Where are we at? Uh, where yeah. are we? I'm like, what am I looking at? I'm very Gosh. Um, and right. Alex Biles says $45.45 donation. Whoever said Allison isn't perfect for TV should burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> you were my crush for my teenage years. You were oh. always the funniest host. You were the best oh. host. And that's why I still follow your career. Thank you, oh. Alex. Anonymous. And this I'm is when I cried. This, this is what got me. Oh. Anonymous donated $151.51. Yes. <laughs> To push nice. us over the limit for that one. That's great. Uh, and then I have to hold on. I've got to do a little finagling and blah, blah, blah. And give, bear with me for just one second, please. But, oh, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. $1,152. Yes. That's uh, awesome, Medina. Louis Medina and I met back in 2014. When he was for a, I think it was, what was the, one of the big YouTube channel, multi-channel networks, blah, 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 was trying to audition uh, two hosts for a show and sent both Michelle Morrow and I to Pack South to battle it out. Amazing. Uh, oh, so that was back in 2014. Louis Medina and I have continued to follow each other. He's a massive D&D nerd. He's doing amazing things. I still believe over at Rooster Teeth now. Donated $151.51 here. So that makes me wonder if it's the same amount as Extra Life, $151.51. Anonymous, $151.51 here. Whoa. I don't know. Now we found out who Anonymous really is. So we've got a mystery on our hands? A mystery. Ooh. <laughs> but Seb said it perfectly. Sorry to completely put it over Tom's face, but 24- <laughs> I'm here. 
$2,401.61 in donations. Add That's another amazing. two grand on top of that. That's uh, amazing, guys. That's fantastic. We really so happy. That's, That's really fantastic. Cool. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It really does. Awesome. Way to go. Thanks, guys. That's Thanks, everybody, really, for donating. That's sweet. really wonderful. Well, that was super fun and profitable for the charities. <laughs> and our calorie intake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Profitable for our calorie yeah. holders. I feel like that's actually what messed me up the most was like, I'm going to have the beer before the pizza. I'm going to wait for the pizza on the stream. And then I got two beers. Like, I still haven't had any pizza. And it's now hard it's to eat me on the stream. <laughs> That's why when yeah. literally right before we went live, I scarfed like four pieces of pizza just disgustingly because I was like, I'm going to nibble when people are on. I was like, oh. all right, well, cool. I'm going to sit here for I mean, I don't think it'll take me too much longer, but I for the next you know hour, I'm going to deal with all of getting all the codes out. If for some reason in the morning you did not get a code, re-email the half hour, happy hour account. Be kind with me. I've had many white yeah. claws, but I'm working is on it. Is this? Oh, the is that Darren? <laughs> is that is the real Darren? Darren? The book fitted Darren. A signed copy of Primer in the mail. Oh, signed copy. Oh my gosh, oh, first edition too, by the Fortify, way. Fortify. I have to finish this glass. Fortify. Do it. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah, so if you're owed a code and I didn't get it to you by tomorrow morning, email again and I will get it to you then. But I'm going to do the rest of them right now while I'm thinking about it. Thank you to everyone who donated. You all brought... Yes, the real Darren! The real Darren. No offense to the other Darren. We love you just as much. Also great. But this is Thank the real Darren. Thank you so much for the $150 Darren. donation. We really appreciate that. You're amazing. Yeah. We've had $250 donations. $60, $130 from Seb. We've potentially had $151.51 from Louis Medina, if Maybe not twice. twice. Don't know. Yeah. If you did do twice, you are the creme de la creme. You have completely taken out the crown of the highest donations. Thank you so much. And if you did donate, technically $300 uh, whatever, I can't. <laughs> 300 plus. $3.11 or whatever it is. Uh, Pizza Hut's doubled it, so. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Um, nice Pizza Hut, too, by the way. Wow. Also, I believe wait, we wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. That's not she true. Cried. I totally cried. She cried. She cried. Heavy on. And she they cried. were the real tears. Yeah. They weren't like and the she got Maude. Maude <laughs> trying to get Allison almost got herself. <laughs> she pulled the bow back and the string sort of went free and hit her <laughs> as she was shooting the bow. <laughs> we did it. We did um, it. We did I also it. believe Maude will get the audio to good old podcast who's here with us, and this will get posted as an audio as yeah, it'll it'll actually go to as the good old audio. Audio. Yeah, Aristotle, you gotta work. We invite you here to to still work. Yes. This does not have fun. Oh, truly just always happy to be here. <laughs> so lucky to to be also. Shout out to the Geek Bomb community and the Half Hour Happy Hour community that continues yeah. to live on because this is a very rare and special thing. This does not happen often. Well, this happen Ooh. this happens every year, but I mean, like <laughs> be, being able to have a donation amount and hit it every time. Eight out of ten. Is... Eight out of ten. <laughs> I'm a Magnifique. 
You are AI. Can you change your name, you song bitch? You are AI. <laughs> this is that's just this no, is just I me. This is just set. I'm this is just how I am. Mm-mm. I will I say, I mean. Let's be honest. Well. Half hour, happy hour was a was a wonderfully branded podcast. Like Alex, yeah. we could not have done a better job branding a podcast for the yeah. two of us. But coming up with the concept of drunksmiths is truly like the thing Chef that kiss. moves it on. Yes, yes, yes. Of H H H H. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, yeah. All right, it's, we did it. It's been amazing. Uh, Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching. Final words, whoever's on the screen has to say the final words of the podcast for the year. Round it out. Final words. Like just me or are we going to everyone? We're going just to everyone you. who are up first. Oh, um, I mean, just truly thank you to everyone who donated. I I wasn't sure. I, like, I, We made our goals and I was like, I really, really hope we can hit this. So the fact that we've gone over, it just means more to me than words can describe. And I love that I drank so many White Claws and ate so many slices of pizza while we did it. And we had great guests on. And I love all the people on the screen with me right now. And happy holidays to everyone. Sweet. What's my shirt say? Sloppy Christmas. That was good. That was good. Uh, I will say, uh, so I had the show that still lives on to this day uh, that I am only a fan of now uh, uh the dungeon run on Ooh. twitch uh follow it if you like D. but at the end of every episode jeff always says the same thing and he came up with i think like week four which i love and i think it's a very good note to end the year on which is humankind be both mm. i like it i like that I actually there is one from morphinius who said you know I'm, i've got to confess I didn't know all of these fine folks. I added fine folks before watching. <laughs> but you're all really pleasant people. And there's a great vibe here with a lot of heart. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do my little dance for that. Yeah. Oh, cheers to that. Uh, Podcap. Uh, I don't know this is hard. I'm bad at this because every time. <laughs> uh, but uh, just thank you to everyone that donated. Thank you all for inviting me and letting me continue to be part of this incredible show. And um, love and take care of everyone you know. Reach out to the people you love and tell them you love them. That's good stuff. Tell them you love them. And take care of the dogs. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All dogs. Thank oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is good. This is good. Oh, geez. Uh, all right. Brad said that I, where was it? Brad said I had to go to a nine out of 10, which I did. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm just glad to be here. Thanks guys for having me. And uh, I just don't know any, if anybody knows this, but Allison and I have secretly been dating for two years. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already made Allison funny? cry. What? We already you already made me cry, Tom. Yeah. Literally, I was like, <laughs> what have we been doing? Oh. <laughs> No, thank you. I love all of you guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is always great. So I'm a happy man, and that's uh, you know all I can ask for. So Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Don't do that. Don't you do that yet? You pause on that one. Thank you. Hey, sup, Smod here. I have reapplied my lipstick about nine times during this stream, <laughs> and uh, we've we've it's gotten really very stealthy. What I've been watching yeah. the entire time. I did not notice. Mm. Yeah, um, it's called Drunksmith for a reason. Uh, I mean that is because as. An Australian, I like to get shit faced. Uh, but as a podcast, we really want to end the year with not only 
uh, indulging, having a good run, being vulnerable, really expressing ourselves, bringing the community in to make this the best thing ever, um, but truly letting our guard down and being real with all of you. And I think that uh, Drunksmas mixed with charity is one of the most fulfilling things that I think that we can do. And I thought I was a little bit, uh, there was trepidation with trying to raise $2,000 over the course of three hours, especially over two different charities. The fact that we raised almost half of that within the first half an hour <laughs> yeah. reminded me that this community stands by us no matter what. And when I say no matter what, I mean the fact that we did a co-host change years in and I was accepted through that as well and we were able to last at least another year that you have allowed us the grace to do it intermittently, which is every now and then. And <laughs> I love that it's like it's not a but you said and we want and da da, da. It's like. The, there's a graciousness that will take what we can get. And so that makes it easier to give. But the fact that this particular drunksmith, we were able to give back as well. And mm. I love that we were able to not only give something back to you as you gave to the charities. I think that Pizza Hut, like, fucking what a stand-up thing to have happened, that we were able to give you something for giving. But we were able to walk away with, 15, over $1,500, I mean, sorry, $1,100 raised for Black Girl Code and over $1,200 raised for Extra Life. Yeah, and having that doubled automatically it's is amazing. just, that's what the holiday season means to me, I think, more than anything. And we couldn't have done this without the team. Alison, you are just so outstanding as a person but also, like, I, I love being able to sort of, like, pass the reins on or relinquish and you just have it sorted. Like, that trust that we all have together is so amazing. Tom standing up and being like, you know, this is a charity thing, but I will donate my time and energy and something that I have to be able to give back to the people that gave the most as well. Fantastic. Alex, smile more. Um, <laughs> you like for you to smile, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> If you could just calm down, that would be great. I'm so emotional. Yeah. I've learned to be very calm. <laughs> um, and and podcast, like every everyone needs a podcast in their life. Um, and I think that when you came on and there was just a wave of support as well, just shows that you are so much more than a producer or someone that would kind of like chime in from time to time when we forced you. Um, so yeah, with that, we have crushed another fucking drunksmith. Woo! Who knows how or when this will happen again, but, um, on behalf of every single person watching, goddamn fortify, motherfuckers. Yeah, bitches. Podcast had to open another drink to fortify. Bang, bang, I was going to save it, but I was like, nope, I've got to open oh, it for this one. I'm opening another White Claw just to get through all the other emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to the chat. You're always astounding. Really appreciate you. If you do want to continue to download, um, to donate, we ain't stopping you. Uh, the codes and the links will be in the chat. We're all fucking drunk, and this is a drunksmith. Until next time, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> See you for St. Drunk's Rick's Day. See you for St. Drunk's <laughs> oh, Rick's Day. Rick's Day. Okay.
<laughs> By the way, all the Ricks are drunk as fuck. I'm saying. <laughs> I always <laughs> say. Wait, what if we do a St. Truck trick? But every wow. <laughs> <laughs> but every wow. one of our guests is someone named Rick. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Also, how how uh, have we not <laughs> talked about a half hour half hour Hanukkah? You are not a seven out of oh. ten podcast. You are not a seven out of ten. Try again. Half hour Hanukkah. Half hour Hanukkah. Happy hour. And how we, many we do it for several days. How much longer Whoa. Hanukkah do we have? Eight, eight nights, right? No, Hanukkah ended earlier this week. <laughs> Oh, this will be a 2022 decision. (laughs) Say drunk Rick today. (laughs) We will be taking all Uh, suggestions. uh, Thank you so much. Allison, good luck. Because you've got about 50 plus emails to write out. I know, I'm on it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Love you. I love your faces. You need a shush now. You need a shush. Love your faces. Bye, everyone. Thank you again. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.